Whoa. All right. Yeah, we definitely on one take. All right. No, no need to pump fake a double check today, man. No cool down back in the building. Episode six. We got a juicy one today, man. But before we get into all that, when easy, my co-host is here. Uh, please say hello to the people. How are you doing today on this lovely Friday when the God? Uh, it's pretty cold where I'm at. It feels like literally single digits. Uh, <laughs> but I got the heater on, so we're pretty, we're pretty chill. We're pretty chill. God bless you. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure we <laughs> talked about this the other day because I was like, yo, this is the trade-off, bro. Like, I, I will, I'll run from a couple gators. I'm not mad at it. I'll do it. <laughs> I, I'll, yeah, I'll it is it's nine <laughs> degrees right now. It's nine degrees. That's brick as shit. Oh my, that's, yeah. that's cold to the It's colder than my fridge. It's colder than my fridge right now. That is um, something I can't tap into, bro. I'm not gonna lie. I'm too warm. I'm too warm blooded. I'm too warm blooded for that shit. I know I'm from New York originally, but that shit has left me a long time ago. Bro. I can't. I my my tolerance for that shit is low, bro. It be getting cold in the house, nigga. I'm socked up. You see my hoodie on right now. I'm like, yeah, bro. We can't do this shit. We can't. But yeah, man. Uh, hey, I'm here at that man trip. You know what I'm saying? We in the building. No cool downs back in the building for a juicy one this week. This is a very, very, very impactful episode. I thought this was going to be a dry week this week, but then out of, out of the gates, you know what I'm saying? Shots have been thrown around. A lot of stuff has been swirling around a specific topic, but you know what I'm saying? We're going to warm up to it. And uh, in the warm up, we've got a couple of funny stories and just a couple of things we want to talk about before we get into the juiciest news. Uh, so first and foremost, uh, one of the funniest stories this week comes from the Italian government of all places as a Zoom meeting for lawmakers discussing data transparency and political decision making opened. And they got a little bit more transparency that they bargained for. So at some point in the call, uh, you know, literally like there's like a Zoom call. Somebody shared their screen and it went straight up like whole image. Of Tifa Lockhart from Final Fantasy VII, she was she was getting that shit boing boing in 4K. She was getting rocked. It was straight hentai, bro. And I'm like, that's fucking tough. <laughs> and the worst part was probably all the timing because as soon as they were introducing one of their guests, which was a Nobel Peace Prize winner in physics from like last year, 2021, that video came up. So it was like the worst timing ever, bro. Did you see this? No, I heard about it, and it was funny because I was like, why is Tifa trending right now? And then, like, I, I heard about it, and I was like, this is actually insane that this is happening in real life. Like, this is a real-life thing. That, that actually happened. Bro, like, these are, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the world's governments, you know what I'm saying? Like, in movies, it's like, yo, bro, they come together for NATO and, like, in a, in a intergalactic threats and shit, Independence Day. You know what I'm saying? Like, this shit used to be sacred. <laughs> we got people showing straight up. Like that come on, man! You couldn't, bro. you couldn't wait. You couldn't wait for like a different, a different time, bro. My man's was in there, and he he said, "Yo, listen, I need to get this shit off now. I'm tired of all this waiting, bro. I'm not gonna. Lie. I can't talk about policy right now while I'm backed up, dog. This ridiculous. It's 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 wild. <laughs> it is just people just like do whatever they. And it's like beautiful because like I've been at work and I've like been on my phone. Right? There were times where I was like watching a stream while I was supposed mm. to be working, and like. I was just like, man, I don't care about this job. It's funny to see people in those positions also have that same kind of uh, attitude where they're just like, man, I don't care. Dog. I'm about a Tifa. Like, that's that's crazy to type in. in a, like, Bro. I couldn't. I couldn't. I'm built very different, I guess. That man, is, that man is very different. Facts, though. I'm like, I'm sitting there. I'm Sometimes I be getting guilty because I'm like, I'm at work. I'm like, you know, I watch a couple videos here and there. Or, you know what I'm saying? In between doing my work, I'll take a little break. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I'm 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 doing my job for the people out there looking for me. So I'm doing it. Uh, I'm doing it, but in between, you know what I'm saying? Watch a couple videos, entertain myself, keep right. my mind you know, at ease during periods. 
some people out here just straight up, you know what I'm saying, getting to the stick they beat, they meet right there in the middle of government forums about mm-hmm. actual efficacy of data. You know what I'm saying? Like some real important yeah. stuff you would think in in, in some yeah. in some spaces. Italian government's like, nah, bro, dude, dude in the office like, yo, bro, can I get this in right now? It's, I mean, we on <laughs> Zoom, bro. They ain't gonna know I'm on Zoom, bro. Share screen. It's that's that's the wildest shit. Oh bro. my god. You can't you can't write the shit, man. Ain't nothing, ain't nothing better than real life because this shit is too funny, bro. It's too funny. It's so funny. Oh my gosh! But yeah, that's that was that first story. That was funny. But to a little bit more excitement, and not in that kind of way. Excitement. Pause. Dang, bro. I, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They was ready for that. I'm talking about the Moon Knight trailer that dropped in over the past week, man. Ah, oh. oh, oh, oh. I listen. I ain't got no intro or nothing for this one, bro. Like. It's so good. It looks good, man. When, when uh, you know what I'm saying, for those of y'all that don't know, the Moon Knight trailer did drop. Uh, I think it was a part of some uh, drop for, uh, what was it, playoff, college playoffs, something like that. It was some, something, something, an NFL game playoffs. I think it was, I think it was the beginning of playoffs. Um, some game with, with a ball. They were yes, scoring sport, or something. Sports ball. One of, sports one of ball. Those. Yeah, 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 yeah. One of those. Facts. <laughs> and then so that full trailer actually dropped the first full look we get at Moon Knight, Oscar Isaac. Uh, I, like it, it looks ridiculous, bro. What was you thinking about it? So, I it's his name is Oscar Isaac, right? The actor. I always I love movies. I have I don't remember names very well. He is a phenomenal actor, and when I saw that he was in it, uh, as somebody who's literally I can't say never watched any of the Marvel series because I have officially started WandaVision. Um, yeah, yeah. Fight through. That's fight through. That's that's uh, on TV. It is definitely a show. But like he, him being in it, I was like, damn, I gotta give it a shot because it's like he, he's a really good actor and it's a really good premise. So I'm like, all right, all right, you guys got me. I, me and Panda were watching it. Can't can't say that she got through the first two episodes. I definitely did. Wish I was more on her side than on that. <laughs> like I wish I, I definitely. I'm I'm a trooper. But uh, I'm excited. It up. looks really, it looks phenomenal. It looks phenomenal. Like, I, again, we're getting to the point where we're branching off like a lot with the Marvel stuff. So we're diving into like a lot of niche characters, you know what I'm saying? are going to have a lot of real cool storylines that, you know, a lot of people aren't privy to or people are getting their first looks. I know, I don't know like an insane amount uh, about, um, you know what I'm saying, Moon Knight, Mark Spector and all that shit like that. But he has a cool ass story and he's just a ruthless dude. It's, it's like, it, it gets down to business. It gets gritty. So I'm glad that they're, you know, they're giving this a, a look. And again, from the trailer, it looks it looks amazing, bro. It looks amazing. Like again, star-studded cast. There was a um, yeah, Oscar Isaac was in there. Um, was it was it Ethan Hawke? I believe Ethan Hawke was in there, and he's um, an he might have been actually. Yeah, I, I saw him in there. I'm I'm trying to remember if it was Ethan Hawke or the other guy that looks like him or Kevin Bacon, but I'm pretty sure it's Ethan Hawke. Let me see. But let me see. They both look close look close enough to the same. I always confuse them two, but yeah, literally, like it. It just looks amazing. It's I I, I Ethan so Hawk. It's Ethan Hawk. yeah Ethan Hawke. Cool, 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 cool. It just looks really, 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 really dope. And I'm I'm liking the little tidbits that we see so far of kind of like that little descent into madness and how he slowly, I guess, how he dissociates, you know, different identities that he has. Like like there was like a little part where he was in the mm-hmm. the museum and like he walked past and then his shadow or his mirror reflection just looked at him as he walked past. Didn't he walk with him? I'm like, damn. They they are really like they're like going full on with like the actual like 
you know, the, the, psychi- the psychosis that's going on in this man's head and just the dissociativeness that's happening with him. I, I, lo- I love that. The look of Khonshu, how, how he looked when he saw him at the end of that hallway in that one scene was ridiculous. That looked dope. The visuals look dope. His suit is fire. The action looks really, really good. It looked like they fighting monsters and stuff like that. And yeah. I'm just ready to see how it connects to stuff, bro. Because, listen, we're getting a lot of different teasers for a lot of different people. So I think he'll fit in real nicely to where, uh, you know, Marvel's headed. So I, I, I like it. I like it, man. This Moon, this Moon Knight trailer, it got me really hyped, man. I'm ready for it. You need to hurry up. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited. It, it looks mm. it looks pretty solid. I definitely got to catch up with the uh, with the rest of the of these shows. Mm, yeah, uh, not, I'll yeah. I'll let you know I'll let you know my thoughts on the rest of the shows when I get through them uh, yeah, <laughs> at whatever I, speed that will be. <laughs> I got I got I got my guesses. Again, they're not crazy long. Like you you could watch some in yeah, one sitting. Not, like, you know what I'm saying? That's why, like, when I watched the first two episodes and, like, I mm-hmm. wasn't a huge fan of it, I was like, well, I'm 30% done. So, like, yeah. I can, I can, I can get through it. Cause someone, some people, for example, with like shows like Breaking Bad, one of the, like, I think it's one of yeah. the best shows of all time. Mm-hmm. I'll say to myself, the first two seasons were dry as shit. Mm-hmm. That was two whole seasons. So I can get through six episodes. Yeah. Like, I it won't be that big of a deal. Yeah. Literally. Like, I, I feel like for, for what it's worth, that little buildup in some of the shows, I feel like only like two of the shows start slow. I actually mm-hmm. wait, no wait, Hawkeye's included, probably three, <laughs> probably three, a little bit slow. But Hawkeye is a lot shorter because it's like a one episode start that's pretty slow, okay. and then it starts to pick up. It's a little bit of a left, a left, you know, what I'm saying left field type of approach to me because it's like you know just yeah. starting from another point of view. But once you get into it, it's it's a it's a lot. It's like really really smooth watching for me for all of them honestly, and then you'll see which ones are you know rise to the top. Uh, the cream of the crap when it comes to certain ones, man. I, I got my eye out, but I, I think overall it'll it'll be a decent watch for all that stuff. So yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure, for sure. Let me know. Uh before we get into the other stuff, I also just wanted to show one thing. Like, okay, so basically, um, this is just a section, just this is just a forewarning to my future self. When we go to DreamCon, you know what I'm saying? You need to bring this. Hold on, I'm about to show this real quick. Hey, I know we got canceled. We got canceled season one, you know what I'm saying? We got canceled on Netflix, but I don't know if you peep this. I don't know if you see this, oh, that's bro. Gas. That's you actually see... really cool. Hey, yo, I got this is a Christmas. This is like a late Christmas gift, like, like my family gave to me, bro. If we we go on a DreamCon with this, I'm literally saying that's whatever nuts. happens happens, and I'm stomping on niggas, bro. I'm not even playing. Like this is like the hardest shit I've ever that seen is... in my lifetime. I'm jealous. I... That's hard. <laughs> that's pretty cool. <laughs> I want to let you know I cried when I saw this. I want to let you know I cried, like an actual Damn. tear. A tear came out my eye, bro. I, it might have grew a plant or something like that in the soil. Or I don't know. But th- <laughs> these is the most fire joints I've ever seen in my life. I'm so, I like, if, if these if these one day don't fit me or I somehow lose my feet in some, like, smelting accident or whatever, I'm shadow boxing this and I'm putting this on my wall in front of everything. And on the fridge, I'm taking a picture of it and I'm putting it on the fridge. I'm putting it on my mantle place. I'm putting it in front of my kids, like, trophies and whatnot. It's a wrap. It's staying here forever. It's fire. It's fire. All I, the people I, who don't know, Trip I, is a welder, I guess, or works with hot metals on the weekends. I don't. <laughs> hey, listen, listen. The content fire. That's all I gotta say. That's what I'm working with, man. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> I'm just saying, bro. I, I, I had to, I had to do a little show and tell for that one because that's ridiculous, bro. It's ridiculous. Oh, my chair will. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Literally, I'm. I, it, it, that was dope. That's all I had to say. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> let's load it up man 
It's about time we get right into the main story of the week because holy hell, there is a lot to work with. As we have seen all over the news, all over the outlets, YouTube videos, Twitch streams, all kinds of clips and breakdowns and TikToks and whatnot, it is official. Microsoft has officially made the move to acquire Activision Blizzard for a massive $70 billion, billion dollars. Now, this has made a lot of waves, obviously, across the gaming industry and business in general, even affecting the stock prices of some people here and there. Like, that's crazy. I'm not going to name names. <clears throat> PlayStation. Uh, and even creating another uh, big W for the Xbox and Microsoft banner. So this, this, this really spawned a lot of different subplots that we want to cover. But we just want to start with the sale itself. Let's look at it. $70 million. It's the largest acquisition in gaming history, and it literally just, like, chat all over the largest uh, the, the second largest now acquisition which was like a two weeks ago which was take two and zynga were like 12 billion activision blizzard are now under the umbrella of xbox they're absorbed in and we heard a lot of different stuff about this you know this came out of left field for a lot of us maybe some people predicted it for those for those of y'all nostradamus you know what i'm saying the oracle out here good job but for most of us, we didn't even see this coming. And, you know, we've heard some rumblings about the sale and what was going on. You know, Microsoft came in and approached a really, you know, over uh, overvaluation bid. And uh, according to some people, according to, the, you know, the Activision CEO, Bobby Kotek himself, uh, he apparently Microsoft apparently beat out EA to the sale. You know what I'm saying? He tried to notify other companies to gauge interest, but nobody, uh, I don't think, was going to stack up to the price point that Microsoft put out to buy. Now, one thing we've also heard is that... Uh, Kotick initially didn't want to sell, but the public pressure from all the stuff going on with Activision Blizzard and the sexual misconduct cases might have played a factor in, you know, in that position where he had to sell and uh, created a lot of low leverage for him. So just the sale, the impact in general, the lead up, the deal. How what are we thinking about this? How does this change everything at a macro level? You know, what's, what's going on? So when I saw it happen, I wasn't it wasn't like, wow, I can't believe this happened. It was more like. Like, I wasn't shocked that it happened. I was just surprised at how fast it happened because I thought that the, the big blowback from all the stuff that was happening with, with Activision was insane. But if you were to tell me, if you were to tell me, like, back then before this happened, oh, Activision, like, I'm from the future. Activision just continues to make Call of Duty games and ignores all the stuff that happens and nothing bad happens to them. I wouldn't have been surprised because at the end of the day, like, it's just how it is with them. Like, they don't care. Like, I felt, I, I felt at least. So it's like, I never expected them to sell. I never expected people to try to buy them either because 70 billion for Activision Blizzard? That, that's kind of high. 70 like, Bs, bro. What were the negotiations is what I, I, I would like to know. Is like, because if you think about it, like the big, the big IPs that they own, they're, they're money makers. When you download Battle.net, which is like the Blizzard launcher, and you see the games on there, it's like Call of Duty, Diablo, World of Warcraft, um, Overwatch, Heroes of the Storm, and mm. StarCraft. Those are like the six main big franchises. When you divide those six money makers uh, down, that's like $12 billion a franchise is what they basically they paid. And like... I don't know if Overwatch is worth 12 billion at the state that it's in right now. Like, I just, I, I'm just more shocked that like, did Xbox just send the blank check? Like, that's what it yo, felt like. Yo. Xbox was just like, yo, our name is on it. You write what number you want and send it back to us, and we'll push it all through. Like, that's Bro, what it felt like. 
I, and I, I kind of somewhat agree, but you already know, you know what I'm saying? Microsoft got them, they got that, they got that on deck. They can do that. They have the pull to do that. And I feel like, again, especially with a lot of these business deals, you're buying on, you know, the potential of certain products that you have under your product set, you know what I'm saying? For stuff you're looking to acquire. So you're buying in the confidence of what they can provide, not the actuals, you know what I'm saying? Not the actual accruals and whatnot, the left, right, and center. There's going to be a lot of a confidence game and certain, you know, figures and numbers are going to be based on perception. You know, it's going to be a lot of perception-based value. So Microsoft's going in, I'm, I'm assuming with the mindset of, yo, listen, they're in a tough spot. If we have the chance to make a big money move here, we can send you this much. You know what I'm saying? We think your brand's worth this much. And again, regardless of all this stuff, the potential that you have in your backlog, the potential you have in your current systems, the, the games that you have, the franchise that you set up and are making you millions every year, we believe you're worth this much and we can take it to this much. So that's why I feel like they went heavy in with that price point and be like, yo, that's what, we, that's what we're going to get you, bro. Like off, off top. And apparently motherfuckers internally were so shocked. They were like, yo, bro, hey, yo, can anybody match this real quick? If they came in so quick, what about everybody else? Y'all got to, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Anybody got an opinion? Anybody want to go, you know, going once? Going twice, anybody? Like, they had to go check somewhere else to see if they can get a better counteroffer or something. But when you go in with that big of a number, you literally go, you, you what is it? Yeah, it's quintuple the greatest, you know what I'm saying, the greatest acquisition up to that point before this was even made. You quintuple the greatest transaction in gaming history. You can't help but just be like, yo, your hands are tied. You can't really do anything. You might as well take the yeah. deal. You got you to gotta, you gotta press the button, bro. You got to press the button. Howie just- Mandel's telling you, press that shit. Especially with the blowback that's going on, it's like, oh man, we're really getting torn to pieces by everybody. A lot of our our stock has dropped. A lot of people, a lot of our player base is probably left by now. Mm. Um, and it's like, what's on the horizon for them, really? Like, like what are what is their what is their big comeback story? Like mm-hmm. Overwatch Two that we haven't heard anything about. Ah. That's not going to bring them back. The next Call of Duty that we haven't heard anything about. Like, yeah what's what's bringing them wow the the game that is no longer and hasn't been the best hasn't been top mmo for a while like there just nah. isn't there's no claims to like the, the next saving grace is diablo 4 and as big as the diablo community is and as dedicated as they are they are not going to cap they're not going to be able to to bring bring back activision from those from those depths and it just it's just one of those things where it's like i'm not that's why i'm not surprised that they sold i'm just like more it's more just like realizing wow xbox xbox might be trying to create a monopoly here is what it kind of feels like is like they're trying to become like the disney of gaming yo and it's wild to think about a few years ago that was not the case you know what i'm saying like no. you, th- you think back to 2016 17 you know what i'm saying a lot of franchises were kind of waiting in the wings and they, they were you know halo was faltering Halo was falling off gears of war wasn't really like they, it came out but then you know what i'm saying it's not the same raucous praise that it usually got the franchises weren't really hitting. First party IPs weren't going as crazy as they are now, you know, or have yeah. the momentum to go now. When you think back to that and this, I I see that, yo, man, Phil Spencer really had the plan. He just needed the platform, man. He signed up the he signed the most yeah. fucked up deal in the world. He signed <laughs> he was he, going crazy. He he just needed Microsoft to open up their pockets and he and then now he has one of the what what is looking to be like one of the the strongest like publishers of of all time because of all the all these ips like a ridiculous like ridiculous amount of pull that that's that that that's happened with bro it it makes sometimes it makes no sense in my head that they pulled that money out out of wherever you know what i'm saying wherever bank that they hit it 
You know what I'm saying? But it's there. And I'm like, bro, it's insane. It's insane, man. And the funniest thing is, uh, just speaking to your point earlier about, you know, uh, what, what was Activision's plan out? That was actually, um, you know, Bobby Kotick, of course, did, for the guy that he is, you know, you know what he on. Uh, he literally said that one of the kind of, kind of the reasons behind the sale was like, you know, Overwatch 2 is still a little bit behind the development, hasn't really came out. Uh, you know, uh, Call of Duty hasn't, so, hasn't sold as well this year, you know, and so, certain things are backtracking in development reasons that there really isn't a way out. And I'm like, in a small way, I'm like, for the company as a general, I'm like, okay, cool, I understand, but y'all should have had a better plan in the pipeline to actually, you know, raise your price. What are we going to do if, you know, Microsoft didn't come in? But he, yeah. but that was a clear deflection for him because I'm like, bro, you know why the hell you in trouble? You know why your ass in trouble? You, be, you need to stop capping. You need to stop capping for the gram. You need to be real. What's going on with all the sexual misconduct stuff you've been trying to get on your ass for? Like, that was a clear deflection, but I, I there is there is merit in what you were saying with that point of just, you know, like, there's not really what can raise them out of the depths, you know, what can like stop the slide that they were going down and continue to go down right now, you know? Yeah, it's it's insane. Cause it's like well and, and what sucks about it is that like Activision, like again, the 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 thing about Activision as a fan of uh Overwatch, as somebody who grew up with Call of Duty, um, I just always felt like these motherfuckers didn't care. So like again, <laughs> If you if when 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 this shit dropped and like when they got sued and when they when all this shit was happening, I was just like, oh man, Activision is gonna not say shit and keep doing what because that's all they've done is just not say shit and continue and continue to do what yep. they do. So yep. when they the fact that they sold, I was like, wow, that's crazy because I honestly expected them to not sell, keep making Call of Duty games. Yep. Yeah, and just keep moving. But mm-hmm. like, I guess we'll see how this affects Activision in the long run. Yeah, I you know like, it's 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 gonna be really interesting to see, but I I think it will be a net positive, and we'll get into some of those reasonings later in like one of the other mm-hmm. subtopics. But I, from from what I'm seeing, again, I, Xbox seems like a brand that actually you know is trying to pick up steam. There there there's a lot of intentionality behind what they're doing. So I fully believe that you know this stuff that they're doing, especially with this acquisition, it's not gonna be oh yeah, we just need y'all under these services. You know what I'm saying? I feel like they're coming in with a clear plan to try and, you know, really revitalize and clean up a lot of the stuff that's happening with Activision to make it more profitable for the whole Xbox side. So this 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 shit ain't, ain't in vain. This ain't like, you know, saying spending spending funny money just because and I feel Spencer's got a plan. You know what I'm saying? I feel like, you know, Phil Spencer, <laughs> the Xbox team, they got a plan because they wouldn't be doing this shit for no reason. You know what I'm saying? They wouldn't be dropping all this money, making the largest acquisition in gaming history for no reason. So, you know, we'll talk about it, man. We'll talk about it. But speaking of uh you know what i'm saying losers that don't want to sell let's let's talk about it man let's talk about it so as confirmed by several outlets bobby kotek will remain as the ceo of activision blizzard as the entire entity now rolls up to microsoft gaming ceo phil spencer there hasn't been any immediate removal of kotek as head of activision so for now he is staying but despite that there have been a lot of rumblings that Kotek is expected to leave his post after the deal has fully closed and the tra- and the transition has been done. Now, considering you know the payouts, which we can get into in a minute, for him actually leaving, it seems like that's probably the most likely route. You know what I'm saying? Some mm-hmm. people were getting real mad off the rip. because like, yo, why is Kotek not gone? Why is he not gone? And I understand. It just happened. <laughs> and I, yeah, exactly. I'm like, happened. bro, this happened today. But I, I'll get into that a little bit more, man. But yeah, thoughts on Kotek Stan, you know, the public reaction to him still being CEO and offering a lot of comments as he do as he does with this stuff, man. What's what's going on with Kotek? Man, they should like again, 
motherfucker who doesn't care is him. Like he he did this. He he came in. All this shit happened under him. Didn't really do anything to stop any of it. Um, sells the company after motherfuckers see, hey, this motherfucker doesn't care. And now he's like, he's just gonna lay low until he takes his he, until that he looks at that Wells Fargo or that Bank of America <laughs> app and it opens up and he's like, oh, there's my uh, ten billy. Yeah, all right, I'm gonna see you guys later. I literally have more money than any of you guys will ever need to ever like any more more money than than three generations of my family could possibly spend. So uh, I'm out of here. You guys have a good time making these little these little games or whatever the fuck y'all do. And I'm going to go fish forever. Like, he doesn't care. You think, like, you think, actually, this is a really interesting point because this actually just happened today. Um, the, I was going to, I totally forgot to bring this up, but if I'm not mistaken, the people at, the developers at Raven are trying to unionize. Yes, now. I saw that as well today. That, and I'm just like, and that's insane to me is that like, you can have somebody like him still, like, we're not still in power because the thing is that like, it's not like Xbox signed the paperwork and it's like, all right, we've acquired you. Good to go. Uh, pack up your shit. You're fired. Like they, they can't just do that because he could easily then be like, all right, I'm deleting all the files that you'll need. Boom. What are you yeah. going to do? Fire him? <laughs> like he doesn't like you gotta, you gotta, you gotta like make a deal with the devil in a sense. Like you gotta, yeah. you gotta play to their, with them. But yeah. like I, I hope and pray to God that they change shit there because mm-hmm. one would only hope that that's what would happen. But again, if Xbox did it, like, like if Activision was still shitty, like you know, like, what, yeah. what, what's, what's gonna happen? That's an interesting thing. But I, I, I really hope with the actual foresight. As you can, you know, probably just look up and Google Activision over the past like eight billion years. You know what I'm saying? You could probably see the problems that are lying with the, you know, with the entire company and would want to try and help fix that for your brand image now because you have now absorbed them. So they are attached to your name. Your brand value and perception is now yeah. you know, inextricably linked to them. So you have to mm-hmm. do what you can. You know what I'm saying? I also saw a funny uh, tidbit. Uh, I forgot who, who tweeted it, bro. But some dude was like, oh, yeah, it was like five. It was like January 13th. And then January 18th, it was like, oh, yeah, Microsoft acquires Activision. And then, like, five days before, it was like, Microsoft starts internal, like, ethics and um sexual harassment, like, um screenings and stuff like that. Like, yeah, there was a lot of, like, yeah. internal interview investigations. So I was like, yo, this is great timing. Like, yo, why don't you just shift it on over there? You know what I'm saying? While you're at it. Why, you just, already just, contact those people and just be like, hey, go over to this address. This is actually our This is actually... Our employees now, so go on in. Bro, just you walk know, in. Go, go fix just it walk in. in. <laughs> tell them you know us. Get to work. You know, do your thing. Like literally, bro. You need. You need more than a team of like, like, like social. Like you know the the, the people who do like the the containment in like Monsters Inc. That's bro, what I that ass, bro. That, say, like, that, we gotta that clean up activism. Yeah, exactly. He's gotta suck. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like with the, with the suits and just like get away from these women. Like you, like you need to have people to like with hazmat suits just locking that shit down because it is just horrible over there. Like dead ass, bro. Dead ass. But but backtracking on to the point of Kotech, uh, you know this is the thing with business that sucks. You know for a lot of people, uh, for for us on the outside, for the regular consumer, we want that man gone ASAP. And trust me, I mm-hmm. want that motherfucker gone and rotting somewhere ASAP. I really do. Yeah. But with the contingencies and stuff of business that he's put in place and whatever team that supported him at Activision puts in place, you can't get rid of him that easy. You can't just, you know, yeah. drop him like that because there's so many legal things that he's put on, you know what I'm saying, that he can't really be touched for the moment until they deal with certain stuff. So 
for the fact of him seeing it through the transition, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, not necessarily brain drain, but just him overseeing certain operations until everything is handed over to Phil, Phil Spencer. The keys are given to him. Everything is tidied up and the transition is fully done. Everything's signed on dotted line. And that, and that whole process of merger and acquisition is complete. He has to stay. He has to stay just because that's the yeah. presiding body. That's, that's just how business goes. And you know, that's, that, yeah, that's, that's just how it is. But, but <laughs> usually how these things go with mergers and acquisitions, if you're coming into a company that isn't going through major reshuffling itself, most of those people usually get re reassigned, fired, or, you know what I'm saying? Or promoted somewhere in some roles, depending on what, you know, the company that's absorbing doing the absorbing is actually, you know, looking at. So the most likely case is, Kotek is not going to be there next to Phil Spencer like, hey, oh, come on up, buddy. You know what I'm saying? Let's talk business. No. He already has <laughs> enough. That man, that man's a criminal. Get him out of here. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's going <laughs> to, as soon as we get the legal, you know what I'm saying, all the legal tape and stuff out of the way, Kotek's most likely going to be gone. But we just have to see it through this transition period. You know what I'm saying? And again, with this, it's a lot of, again, legal proceedings that we have to make sure are, you know, are tidied. So nothing, no extra money gets lost. You know what I'm saying? So the proper stuff is going to the proper places and you do your due diligence on that side. So, you know, there's no mix-ups or if ands or buts about anything. He's gone, he's gone. And two, it's the money side. So I can literally give you the numbers. So basically uh, right here in his tweet uh, by Steven Totilo from about June 23rd, 2021, this is, uh, I believe, a part of uh, Bobby Kotex, you know what I'm saying? A couple of release clauses and stuff that's a part of, I guess, some type of financial statements, uh, I'm assuming. Uh, that, that give uh, income statements of all the you know top executives at Activision Blizzard. This is from Steven Totilo again. Uh, I'll jump right to the category. Potential payments upon termination or change of control to Robert Kotick. So we'll go right here to this last column. As a matter of fact, I'll give you through. They have death, disability, termination, termination without cause of employment, and termination by change of control. So, you know, there's a lot of different payments and stuff. And now that it's been added, you know, there was an addendum, of course, with the acquisitions or change of control, which falls, on, falls under that. The very last one, which is the largest pay category, he would get a whopping 292, 970, 341 million U.S. dollars. So I'm just saying Microsoft are definitely within their rights to give him this money to get the hell out of here. But, you know. They're not going to mess up anything to make sure he gets no penny more. He's not going to get a penny more. You know what I'm saying? The sad thing about this is he walks away with that money. And that pisses me off because that's the that's the unfortunate side of, of you know, the corporate world and everything. If people are terrible and you know what I'm saying, and they but they still follow whatever, you know, legal bounds of their operation or company, they still walk away with a paycheck. That sucks. But that's the rules of the game. So. If they're willing to you know do that, which they probably will be, and they're not gonna, I doubt they're gonna keep him around or incorporate him into their you know hierarchy or actual structure. He's gonna be gone, but he's walking away with that money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Whatever he does with it, you know what I'm saying? That's that's on him. You know, I hope I hope it all gets lost in a tornado. But you know, that that's <laughs> that's that's on him to do. But I think for all of us, the crux of it is he will I he will be gone. We just have to be patient and wait on that transition. We just got to be patient. Yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely, and people have been saying this for years, it's definitely a systemic thing. It's not like, it's it's something that we can't like, I, as much as I would love for him to be packing up his box when he's leaving on his last day and then like walking into the back of a police car, like as much as I would love for, for motherfuckers to, to take some, to get some kind of responsibility, it might not happen, but the solace is, the, the small glimmer of hope is that 
hopefully now, hopefully, like praying to God, mm-hmm. we don't have to see this kind of like disgusting, toxic culture thrive any longer in in some of these franchises and games and companies that we want to enjoy. I was a huge, I literally love playing Overwatch, but two mm-hmm. things made me not play it. One, there's literally like no new content. But like the more important <laughs> one, like I, because I used to play it on stream too. If, yeah. you, if you've been in my stream yeah. long enough, you know that I, I used to have to like multiplayer Mondays was Overwatch day. Mm-hmm. One, when I found out about the Activision thing, I was like, I'm off this shit. I haven't played Diablo, another big, I'm a big fan of Diablo, I'm a big fan of Overwatch. Call of Duty, eh, Heroes of the Storm, I like more than Call of Duty. Like, mm. there's some franchises there that I truly do enjoy, but at one point, I just, like, said, fuck all this shit. Like, it's just not worth it. It's just really Facts. not worth it. Facts. Uh, and, again, I'm kind of in the same boat. I There's some, like, you know, I was in the mindset of, like, yo, if Activision died, I'd be like, yo, that's crazy. I, <laughs> you know? Let me, let me I, to me. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, to me, it wasn't that crazy. For me, I haven't played Call of Duty or Warzone in, like, what it's probably been like six months maybe five six months it's been a long oh. time it's been a long 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 ass time so i'm like i was in the standpoint of like all the shit they're doing i don't need to you know be a part of that stuff i got other games to play anyways you know what i'm saying it, that is what it is but again back to the core and the crux of this xbox as a brand has already you know shown themselves to at least be receptive to all the things that we're speaking about that are on the opposite end that activision is doing you know what i'm saying they're at least hearing people out. They're at least looking at some of these things. You know, they're, again, look at the whole January 13th thing. They're launching investigations to, again, make sure things are on the up and up internally. They cannot afford to actually, you know, come in, you know, come into a, a place where, you know, Activision had, they've had stuff so rampant and let it slide. They can't. That's already counterproductive to what they do. I already know with this act, you know, they're investing way more than $70 billion into this. To me, yeah. they're they inv- they're investing so much more money because it's gonna take a lot for them to re to reestablish you know normalcy and proper standards that are into you know a lot of these you know avenues and creeks and crannies of this whole system that Activision Blizzard have set up, man. All the cre- the forty plus weird ass employees that was causing all the sexual harassment trouble, you know what I'm saying? Like, and that's seeped down to maybe people in recruitment. Who knows what number that's at now? They have to really root out the evil, you know what I'm saying, cut it all out and start anew. And that's going to come with time. But I really yeah. believe that, you know, Xbox as a brand really knows what they're getting into and they're going to put in that work to rectify that situation and make sure that doesn't happen to Activision Blizzard ever again. So I fully believe that's going to happen and it will start with Kotech majorly. You know what I'm saying? We're going to see the first big punch that shot her around the world with Kotech leaving. And then that's when you're going to start to see a lot more progress on that front. So for Xbox, I have no I have no problem with how it's going right now. Of course, he has to stay for the business side of things and for legal. You can't just rip him, replace him and throw him out the damn window. Like, get your ass out of here, nigga. Like, you know what I'm saying? You can't <laughs> you can't just automatically off the rip do that. But I know there's a time and a place. You know what I'm saying? Just not now. Shout out to Professor Oak. You know what I'm saying? We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll see it down the road. We'll definitely see it down the road. So, yeah, that's enough of that weirdo, man. Let's get that out of here. Let's get to a little bit juicier topic. I, I, this is a nice little subtopic on this one, man. So uh, <clears throat> one of the biggest actual sticking points uh, of this acu- acquisition was the presence of current deals and partnership ventures that Activision had activated with Sony. Now, in 2020, Sony was actually the biggest customer for Activision, accounting for 17% of Activision's annual revenue. And now that is all on Xbox that has come into the Xbox fold 
basically Activision are paying for Xbox's services. So Sony reps have come out to state, you know, there have been a lot of reports and they had an official rep uh, come out and speak and then said, we expect that Microsoft will abide by contractual agreements and continue to ensure Activision games are multi-platform. Now, Phil Spencer went on Twitter to carefully, carefully, also carefully state, had good calls this week with leaders at Sony. I confirmed our intent to honor all existing agreements upon acquisition of Activision Blizzard and our desire to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation. Sony is an important part of our industry and we value our relationship. So I, I, I just think this is personally funny as hell. But <laughs> I, you know, I understand the contract is a contract, but this is funny as hell. But what are you thinking about this, man? What are you thinking? I tweeted, I tweeted this. I tweeted this. I was like, when I saw that, I was like, this feels like when, like, your 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 mom or your like dad get a divorce and then like they get a new partner and they're like don't worry well, well you know he, they know better the court has told them you know that we still have to have family dinners like we're still gonna have family dinners and the person with like the with their new with their new partner is like no no yeah, 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 we're, so, sure, we're yeah. still having you know <laughs> like we're definitely still abiding by what the court said family dinners will definitely still happen as many times as they need to happen, you know? Like, let's not, let's, uh, uh, come on now. Like, let's, I'm not a terrible person here. Oh my goodness, bro. Like, it, it's bad it's, it's funny to me, bro. This is the crazy thing. It's like, so I'm just imagining Sony offices, right? Like, the news breaks. They're like, yo, like, they see the news. They're like, yo, Activision, who? Xbox? Motherfucker, don't we do most of our business with them, motherfucker? Yo, what? <laughs> them? Oh, nah, we got to lock shit down now. Hey, listen, they need to make sure everything we had dealt with Activision, that's not their business. Make sure we, all the stuff we talked about, that's good. Y'all make sure it's good. That's, that's how I assume that whole conversation went down. Like, they were scrambling, like, bro, we need to talk about this. I, I just imagine, like, one of, like, the Sony execs was, like, they told him the news, and he was just, like, like, like word for word, he was just, like, so, like, somebody walks into his office, he's, like, yeah, what's up? What? Activision got bought by who? <laughs> can they can they even do that? Like, is that legal? What's what's going on? What, what's the number for Phil? No, our activist Phil. <laughs> oh, so you just sold? Like, wow, a few a few people call you out, and you guys just turned pussy, huh? All right, whatever. I gotta get back to work to my job hopes to see you have one later and then just like click and then just scramble it Say, see you later bob Fuck see you later <laughs> by the way should i change your email to at xbox now oh like, is it an, is it an outlook now instead of a yeah, gmail it's an out, outlook i'm about to say <laughs> i'm gonna give you a hotmail you old motherfucker <laughs> oh damn bro like yo literally like i know that had to hurt that had to sting a little bit, man. That had to, you know what I'm saying? And again, this statement feels like, yo, it's like a real like press. It's like, bro, you need to make sure you don't step on any of our bounds and our dealings right now. That's what that felt like to me. So, you know, and and again, the carefully the you know, the wordsmithing from 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 Phil Spencer's like, yo, listen, anything contractually obligated, of course we're gonna abide by. We would never, you know, what I'm saying we would never even hope to, you know, what I'm saying do this stuff. You're such an important. A uh, place in our industry, man. I'm coming for your ass. Wait till them shits break. Wait till them shits expire. I'm on your ass. That's what that Yo. felt like to me. 
That's what I felt like. You know what I'm saying? And so it just in general, you know what I'm saying? Just Sony uh, is in that in this place where they're reshuffling a little bit. You know what I'm saying? You see stuff. Mm-hmm. You, we talked about it last week with all the PlayStation Now cards coming back. They're trying to create this competitor to Game Pass. And now you see on the IP standpoint, we're gra- we're gra- we're grabbing all this company space on the Xbox side. We're creating a whole nother, you know what I'm saying, wave of games to support pers- first party stuff in our ecosystem. So on multiple fronts, they're a little bit, I guess, I'm not saying behind the pace, but they kind of got a little bit of sucker punch. You know what I'm saying? Like you, they got beat to the punch. So they're like, oh, yeah. shoot, we got to do something now. Whoa, they kind of picked up steam. What the hell is this? They're starting to realize that, oh, it's, it's not a game no more. They got beat to the punch when, like, I remember years ago, I want to say it was like State of Play around, like when the first State of Play was. But I remember years ago, Sony said, when they asked Sony when Game Pass was first announced, hey, or when Game Pass was like g- gaining traction, they were asked like, hey, do you ever think about, do you guys ever think you're going to change the the stream only thing about mm-hmm. PlayStation now? Do you think you're ever going to change that? And when they said, no, we're going to stick to the plan, like they were like, no, we're going to trust the process or whatever they said, mm-hmm. I knew from that point on that PlayStation now was not going to go anywhere because as much as we love having, being able to play games in an instant, the concept of being able to just go fully digital with playing games is just not something that we can do, especially in the U.S., especially yeah. in the U.S., because I'm literally somebody who has, this whole week I've been dealing with internet problems, not for myself, but for my girlfriend. I was literally have been dealing with internet problems nonstop. So for you to tell people, yo, we're going to only do stuff online, it doesn't make sense for people with slow internet. It doesn't make sense for people with inconsistent internet. That's why we still have CDs, even though we're on the PlayStation 5 at this point, and the games are so damn big that you get a you get a CD and you still got to download like a 100 gigabyte update because the games just can't fit on the discs anymore, but we still have discs. Why? Because internet just isn't to the point where, where y'all thought it was going to be at. And now you guys are backtracking because Xbox is doing it the, nor- the, like the normal way that everybody's used to, and now PlayStation now is just dead in the water, essentially, because, like, I don't know, I don't know, not one person with with the PlayStation Now subscription. I used to be the one person people knew with the PlayStation Now subscription. I don't even own it anymore because I, I can't, bro, why can't I just download this shit? It just makes, yeah. it just makes sense. Yep, uh, and it's, it's, it's the thing for me. This, this just, this is like, damn, it's like everything is catching up, you know what I'm saying? I remember a few years ago, uh, I believe it was over a couple of games. I think Rocket League was included in it, but like 2017, 2018, uh, Microsoft was really, really up for a cross-platform play for some game. I forgot what which one it was. They were really up for it. The crowd, you know what I'm saying? The, the, the gaming industry was so, oh, like, yo, we need Rocket this. League. You know what I'm saying? Right, yeah, but yeah, I believe it was Rocket League. Like, yo, we really need to have this across the board. I think it's going to be a benefit to everybody, increase the player pool, create a lot more fun, and just bring people together, you know? I don't know what, I forgot what Nintendo's reaction was. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Pimp Daddy Sony. Was, I can't run it. <laughs> he said, Cars? Fast? Fast Think we can't even run Mario. Hold up. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We trying to we trying to get his cap animated, bro. Hold on. I'm sorry. You're gonna have to hold on on that. Relax. <laughs> and we go to Sony, you know what I'm saying? Big Poppy Sony just chilling in the cut, like, uh. No. Nah, I don't like that. But why don't you like it? You would bring people together. Nah. Take people away from our stuff. We kind of like our stuff. Sorry. And I, I, I truly believe from that singular moment, that was like a Nexus event for something, bro. Because something spawned in Phil Spencer. He was like, bro, okay. 
Okay. <laughs> all right. You don't want to build no ecosystem with nobody. We'll build it ourselves. All right. We got something for your ass. And we see Studio Mung. Studio Mung. The catch up. Like, they've been trying to acquire stuff like crazy. Now, no, no, no slight because, of course, Sony has acquired a bunch of stuff over the years, but the rate that Xbox has picked up acquisitions, like, over the past, like, seven years has been ridiculous. They was like, Mung, give me that. Foof, give me that. Foof. Like, took up um, Ninja Theory. They took up. You know what I'm saying? So many different studios. Ninja Theory, Rare, you know what I'm saying? Like, hella big studios that have a lot of franchises under them. And, and they again, try to this... get some more, too. They try to get Square Enix, let's not forget, and Discord. They, they, literally, they literally tried both of them joints. And, yo, and they were trying to make money moves. And here we are today after this huge acquisition. That's a big wake-up call. Like, yo, we didn't think they'd get this big. You know, Rare and them, they're like, okay, they're smaller ones, cool, but the largest one in history. You know what I'm saying? Literally, um, the majority, you know what I'm saying, like a good 17% of business that Sony, you know what I'm saying, that, that Sony's putting in, in Activision's books, they took it. It's theirs now. And there's like, oh, shit. Oh, no. That's a lot. And so it's kind of like, dang, bro. I feel like Phil Spencer trying to make him kiss the ring a little bit, bro. It's like, yeah, man, hey, listen, we never do that to you, okay? You know, <laughs> we know where we've been. We never do that to you. But as soon as that date comes, <laughs> fucking rap. Like, <laughs> he ready to flip the switch. Let's not forget, because, like, there's still games that are being released now from, like, Bethesda, like Deathloop, for example. That yes. game is only on, was, if I'm not mistaken, it's only on PlayStation and uh, PC, right? I don't think it's on Xbox. It might be on Xbox now, but if I'm not mistaken, I thought it was um, not a PlayStation exclusive, but a time release. Like, if I, it was, it I was definitely wrong. I believe it was a time release, but I think it is on Xbox. Either that. Uh, Microsoft Windows. Yeah, I see Microsoft Windows. Hold on. Okay. So maybe, maybe I was thinking of it because I was thinking to myself, like, why isn't Deathloop on Game Pass? Because all the Bethesda games are on Game Pass. Maybe that's what I was. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's yeah, what I'm yeah, thinking yeah. of. It was, a, it was a PS5 exclusive. Yeah, it was just timed exclusivity. That's what I thought. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That is a Bethesda game that is a company owned by Microsoft that wasn't that was a timed release. Yeah. And yeah. it's because under contract, it is another PlayStation 5 exclusive um, Tokyo. I cannot remember the name of it, but it's that Tokyo game that's like first person. That's gonna be oh yeah, Ghostwire. Ghostwire. That's made by a company that's owned by Microsoft mm -hmm. as well, because that's mm -hmm. also under contract. Yep. So we're not gonna see the effects of this acquisition of Activision yeah. maybe for another two years, but I agree. There, there, there will be these. This is like a, this is huge for what will happen years down the line. And I think for the people who are watching and are like, oh man, it doesn't really matter to me. I'm still gonna play Call of Duty or whatever. Yo, those Call of Duty fans when they're playing Black Ops Seven or whatever, <laughs> and they're like, "Yo, why can't I? Why can't I play the new maps?" Because if you don't remember back in the day, Call of Duty maps used to be mm -hmm. exclusive for for consoles for a time release as yeah, well. Yeah, so like for DLCs a time Xbox be... first, for a time PlayStation first, you get the whole thing yeah. a month early. We might go back to that very soon, like within the next two or three years. I wouldn't be surprised. Listen, it's it's really really up in the air, but I just found it very funny that PlayStation had to come out and publicly say that. You know what I'm saying? Like, they had to make sure that y'all knew. And then Phil Spencer was real calm. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? We'll, we'll, we'll honor the stuff that they had. You know what I'm saying? Don't worry. We got plans, though. We got plans. We'll see y'all. We'll see y'all in a few. Uh, it, it's just hilarious to me that that, that, that that exchange happened. And it just kind of details, I think, what will be a lot of reshuffling and a lot of reevaluation for so many deals and existing partnerships and whatever that Activision has, bro. Because, again, as much as we don't, or might forget to see it, Activision still has a lot of pull and a lot of deep, deep, deep connection to a lot of stuff in gaming. So that reshuffle to fully be under the Xbox banner is going gonna, is gonna to move some pieces, man. It's going to move some plates. So we just got to be wary of, that, wary of that in the next couple of years as we see it come down the line, man. It's going to be a lot.
is going to be mm-hmm. a lot. And speaking of, you know, changes, speaking of a, a, a lot of, of shifts and moves, man, let's talk about the Golden Boy, man. So let's let's get into it. Another report that also stemmed from this whole uh, debacle and ordeal, according to some reports from Bloomberg, there have already been executive conversations going on concerning the status of Cornerstone Activision IP Call of Duty. We're hearing that some upper-level talks have revolved around ending the annual release of Call of Duty and potentially extending development cycles while nothing was confirmed. Insiders are saying combos are definitely happening now. So we're already seeing stuff, stuff rolling. Will Call of Duty remain an annual release or will the format change in the future? What are we thinking about this? Um, if it changes in the future, I can see like one of these Call of Duty companies because they've but that's the thing that like when when I saw the that big graphic where they were like these are all the companies we've acquired by buying Activision and it was like it was like eight companies and then it was like four of them were Call of Duty companies like four of them only make Call of Duty games because they wanted to make annual releases and game development time has increased dramatically since they started that like now they have four Call of Duty companies if that happens where they stop doing it a yearly with some of those might close down but i hope they don't because honestly the call every call of duty i've played has needed more time in development and every single one of these companies gets like three years some of them get mm-hmm. less some of them get less time because i know like so, uh, i can't remember which one of the companies always needs to mm-hmm. get like an extension so like another company will push their game out first so that they yeah. can uh, i they feel can like keep working on theirs I feel like it's Sledgehammer or something like that. I I, yeah, I think I think it's Sledge. I, I think every person who like sees it. Like, Sledgehammer. Oh, I'm not, not going to say Duty game. You know what I'm saying? Y'all had a good one. I forgot which one, but you know what I'm saying? Y'all had a good one. Yes. But like, I I would love for all of them to get more time because I, I think the quality of the game would just improve. Uh, as a person who is a, not a big fan of the fact that their Call of Duty games are half a terabyte big, I think with more time, maybe they can compress some of the stuff. Please, that was oh a big my issue. goodness. If Microsoft can teach these niggas how to compress files, bro, they, they don't know what a lit- zip file is. Their stock <laughs> would go astronomically high, bro. Their actual brand perception would go up so much. I don't, I don't know why that's my buzzword of the day, bro. But their <laughs> brand would go up so much just for the file compression, please. You know what it's like when my friend was like, yo, get on Warzone. All I had was, was Cold War. They were like, get on Warzone. I was like, all right. I'm like, I'll download war. I'll, I'll play Warzone. So I click on Warzone. They're like, you need to download Warzone. I was like, I need to download Warzone. Is this not already in the 250 gigabytes of stuff that I have? And they were like, no, you got to download it. I was like, all right, what is it, like 20, 20 gigabytes at the most for 250 gigabytes for for a game mode that and I'll, I'll, I'll list you the things that aren't in this in this like the things that are in Warzone that aren't in uh regular call of duty yeah. is the map and the vehicles and the gulag you're telling me that's 250 gigabytes because we use the same guns mm-hmm. it's not like we're using anything it's the same stuff we're playing yep. call of duty just yep. on a big map and they're just like nah that's literally the size of an entire call of duty game so then i'm just sitting there i'm like yo did y'all just copy this did y'all just copy <laughs> this game and paste it over and then develop warzone bro why not control, just, you, why not control just z control over? v you know what i'm saying <laughs> use some, some mask in there get that over there paste this like, right here their op- their optimization for these games is horrible. At one point, also people true. who owned the people who owned PS5s couldn't have all of Call of Duty on their PS5s yep. on launch because you you couldn't increase the space. And that was like the first time that Call of Duty was like, wait, wait, you want us to go fix stuff? We don't have time to fix stuff. We got to keep making more stuff. Like, no, 
Y'all need, to, they need time because these games suck. I mean, I, I can say this because I'm not a Call of Duty fan and I don't really care about Call of Duty as much. Mm. I'm not a big fan of them because of this downgrade because you guys want to make money and not make good mm -hmm. games. I can, I can, I can speak. I, even though I haven't played it in a little bit, I'm still at heart. I think Call of Duty is a, it's a good franchise. It's done a lot of, you know, it's a lot of, they've they done a lot of innovative things. they did done a lot of good. But of course, over the past few years, y'all fall, y'all fallen very, very far off the mark, in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? Modern Warfare 2019, I think it was pretty good, but still, it feels like things are missing and those development cycles aren't helpful because y'all rush, you know what I'm saying, or things aren't done and y'all still push it out anyway because of the timeline. Y'all don't have, you know what I'm saying, they had that pressure, you know what I'm saying? They have the pressure of, okay, we have to be the breadwinner, you know what I'm saying, in this organization. Call of Duty's that cornerstone, the pinnacle of Activision. We have to be out there every year. You know what I'm saying? All their execs is like, yo, we got to be there year on year because people won't mess with us if we don't, you know, not show up for a year or whatever. We have to do this. And that's the business model that they subscribe to because it makes them the most money. You know, that's what they were on. But I think it's a, it should be a welcome change to really switch up the model. You know what I'm saying? Keep Warzone, in my opinion, keep Warzone as a rolling update thing. Where you can you know have it as a constant across you know all platforms or whatever, but then for the actual main you know mainline Call of Duty titles, that's when you give everybody about four to five years work on a good Call of Duty that's innovative that builds on each other so you can constantly look at well okay what's this build how can we take it to the next step with the next Call of Duty release how can we have this in a good window you know what I'm saying like have a good gap maybe like a year and a half a year and a half two years between Call of Duties give people space to develop and really iron out these gameplay details because. That's where we'll see, you know, the difference and that jump back to form. That's where I have the problem. I'm like, you guys rush and then you create a lot more problems for yourself. And then when you're trying to plug in one hole, another one sprouts up. So you're trying to plug a dam and not knowing it's going to burst. And it happens at yeah. some point every year for some years. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's so much to do. And that's just one side with the mainline call of duty. It's not even Warzone. Yeah. It's just a lot of stuff that they have to cover. And I really think that it would be a, a, a good change for, for Call of Duty, man. It's a welcome, refreshing thing, bro. And for all the, you know what I'm saying, the Mountain Dew Dorito heads looking for double XP, y'all be all right. Y'all can find other games, you know what I'm saying? Y'all can stick with, you can stick with a game, you know what I'm saying, more than, you know, more than a, a few months, more than like nine, ten months, and then wait for the next Call of Duty. Because that, that might have messed up y'all attention spans. I'm not going to lie. Gaming it, attention it, span. You know what I'm saying? And the thing is, it's like, if you gave one of the studios this, like, hey, you three, you three studios, you guys are gonna go make Call of Duty games. Uh, yeah. Take your time, take your time. This this studio right here, you guys are just gonna worry about making Warzone better. Just you guys are just Warzone. You're gonna integrate the stuff that the other companies make into the game, but you're gonna focus on keeping this game relevant because with game like Warzone back in the day with Call of Duty, you had Call of Duty and then you had a you just played it until the next one came out. Yeah, and some people would play that one until. Like the the one after that came out, I know I, when I got Black Ops Three, I don't think I bought whichever one was that Infinite Warfare that came after that. I yeah. didn't play that one. Yeah. I played the one after that because yeah. I like Black Ops. Mm. So like with Warzone, you have now a game that is has now because it's went from um, Modern Warfare to Cold War. You have the and now Vanguard. You have a game that is literally consistently out. You don't have to worry about not releasing a game this year because you already have a game out. If you guys really think, man, we're not gonna be able to make it this year with a new Call of Duty game. Cool, push it back. Like, tell the team that's working on Warzone, yo, it's your time to shine. This is Warzone year. You need to start making, you need to start pushing shit out. Mm -hmm. that's, I, what, I, that's how I would do it. But again, mm -hmm. they don't sign my checks. I didn't get yeah. 70 billion. Facts. Yeah, I didn't get shit. They didn't tell me shit. I, I thought, man, they buying, they buying everything out here. I thought they would have bought the podcast. Nigga, come on, bro. We out here. We could have. 
It was a couple of dollars. You would have been out here like Call of Duty is the best. The facts. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Right now. Hey, Phil Spencer, you was talking from real shit the other day, man. I believed you 100 percent of the way. <laughs> Sony will be all right. Yeah. Who even plays Horizon? What? What? That's a character in Apex. Push on, yeah, bro. Yeah. They, about to, they about to have me saying Xbox is the best box, and I'm the best <laughs> box. <laughs> they want to have me going crazy. Oh, all right. Shit. But nah, 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 facts, hashtag ad, hashtag ad. But yeah, it just, for, for Call of Duty, man, it's like, if you can have what you said, like, again, mainline game, major Warzone updates across a year, mainline game. If you can split up, you know what I'm saying, that to give everybody some breathing room, because so much Call of Duty annual year on year on year, you create a lot of expectations, you know what I'm saying, that get fuddled because things change all the time. That annual release stuff doesn't really help, you know what I'm saying, the longevity of Call of Duty. Just because you're putting so many different palettes of Call of Duty in your mouth, people don't know, you know what I'm saying, what's, okay, what's objectively, yo, this is great, but it feels different. Okay, this is the same as the last one. This is that. You don't give anybody any breathing room to solidify opinions or solidify, you know, what this is, and then you just jump to the next one. You know what I'm saying? That yeah. that has also created a lot of narrative for Call of Duty, which I think could change a lot if you just change the release date window. You know what I'm saying? Microsoft isn't reliant on you know Call of Duty to, to do sales now. so. It has the bandwidth to tell you, hey, you don't have to release every year. You know what I'm saying? Warzone, we'll work on Warzone, keep it a rolling thing. But everything here, you know, it's, it's, it's you know, you, you, can, you can work on things. You can work on things. You can have a little bit more breathing room. There's no pressure. You know, you, do, you guys don't have to be the breadwinner here. You're, 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 you don't wear the pants in this company. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all can just chill out. Y'all can chill out, make the best game you can, and then let's move forward. And, you know, I think that's a beautiful thing. That's where... I feel like we can see Call of Duty return to a lot of good form that it's had uh, in years past, but only time will tell. Only time will tell, and you know whether Sony will want to let it go, <laughs> but we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out, man. Ah, uh, so on to the next topic about this, man. So is it is it acquisition season? Is it really? Uh, so I mean, the, the smell of the smell of buying companies must be in the air. You know, Xbox went crazy. New people, you know, what I'm saying uh, people all over Twitter is basically suggesting. What do we do next, man? Sony, do something. Everybody's trying to instigate Sony. Like, yo, bro, you see them? They're, they're stealing off on you, bro. You got to fight back. You got to buy something. You got to buy something, man. And on top of that, uh, the Mountain Dew and Dorito Pope himself, Jeff Keighley, fanned the flames a little bit with some figures of current gaming companies and their current market capitalizations. Just, you know, you know, fanning a little bit of flames, stirring a little bit of the pot on what could be bought. You know, he dropped a couple of numbers. EA was 38 billion. Take Two was 18 billion. Nexon was 15. Bandai Namco was 15 billion. Square Enix was 5.6, so on, so forth. Uh, I mean, my question to you now is what does Sony do? Should Sony feel pressured to make a change? Should Sony feel pressured to buy something? Or, you know, what, what is their next step, you know, trying to, you know, stay, I guess, on top of the game? So I think the only thing Sony needs to do, the only thing Sony needs to do is. They need to um, push out Project Spartacus. I don't think they need to buy any companies, to be honest with you. I think they just need to push out Project Spartacus. Um, and the reason because of this, um, my friend Justin, who I've been playing games with him for years, he, he was like, the thing about Sony is that they'll find a smaller company that makes good games, give them money, like, and then buy them later. So kind of like what happened with Insomniac is like they'll find a company that they'll help them grow, they'll build a relationship with them, and then they'll be like, all right, cool, you're with us now. Same thing with like Naughty Dog is like they kind of built up Naughty Dog. Like they're they like, hey, you want to make a game for us? We'll help you. We see the vision. Let's build type thing. Mm. I think Sony going and buying companies left and right 
I don't know, because the thing about this is like Xbox is buying a lot of studios. I just don't know how they're going to manage all of these things like and, and keep the quality up because if it's going to be like Bethesda, Activision, like all these people are making games, but they're like, we don't know what the quality is going to be like because you got to keep up with these with these companies. Mm -hmm. I don't really think Sony needs to buy anybody, to be honest with you, because at the end of the day, PlayStation is still the biggest, the most selling uh, home console there is right now. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, after the acquisition of um, Activision, they are now third in line with like, I don't know if it's like like games being sold or something like that. Like they yeah. just got over Nintendo on, on something. Yeah. So it's like you guys just beat Nintendo. Congratulations. Um, nobody's competing with Nintendo. You can't compete with Nintendo. It's like. If you're, they don't, if they don't to, choose to compete with y'all, bro. They're in their own. They're in the treehouse, bro. They don't even talk they, to y'all. They don't you know talk to saying? nobody. If you ask Nintendo to fight you, they're gonna pull out a chessboard and be like, "This isn't what <laughs> hey, I, I, I asked you to fight me." And it's like I make the rules here. You don't get to. You don't get to do anything here. I have the power. They're like, gonna, they gonna say, "Wahoo!" Three times in your face. You just gonna you know get confused and walk off, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, not the same. Right. You don't subscribe to the same things here. Facts. Like, so when I see things like. Sony doesn't need to really acquire anybody because they make really good games and they have a crazy backlog. Again, like if you go through the PS Now backlog, I, I, there have been times where I'm like, damn, I want to play Azura's Wrath. Yo, that was such a good ass game. Or I want to like the Ninja Gaiden games are really good. Those, and you can get Ninja Gaiden everywhere. Like they have gas and they have a lot of stuff in the reserve. Like with that right now, Sony just feels like a sleeping giant to me personally. I just feel like Sony's kind of just like on this. Yo, we just really don't feel like rushing anything because we don't have to it kind of feels like like not to bring up dc and marvel but it feels like sony's marvel like we know the shit that they push out is going to be gas dc it they're trying to catch up and that's what it feels like right now is like xbox is trying to catch up and even if we even if for some reason cod became a console exclusive on xbox i don't think it would hurt sony as much as we all think it would we'd be like whoa we lost they lost call of duty xbox is on top it's like yeah but they're gonna release a banger fucking game that everybody's gonna fucking get tattoos about and it, they're gonna love to death and whenever the next game drops they're gonna buy a console because they're like yo i want to play this banger ass fucking game and it's not on xbox that's kind of just what it comes down to is like xbox is buying and acquiring these companies but sony's like quality just it doesn't really drop it's just really good like i can't think of a sony game that i really didn't like that wasn't like a third party game because it's like if they bought bethesda great they bought bethesda after they didn't buy bethesda when they made skyrim they bought bethesda when they made fallout 76 oh. like oh yeah they bought activision they didn't buy activision when they made modern warfare 2 they bought yeah. activision when they made vanguard and when they have overwatch and overwatch 2 hasn't have even heard anything from it like they have to they have bought they have created a great foundation and if xbox can water the seeds that they have planted they're going to be really strong but if they can't handle this garden of opportunity they're just going to have a lot of just dirt is, is what is going to is what it's going to be that is a very very good point and i'm glad you brought up the marvel dc thing because some shout out to wolfie because he literally said the same thing a couple of days ago we were talking about bro that's a really really good point now I I you know I had to I had to say this shit for the uh, you know what I'm saying for the intro for this topic or whatnot. But I am in the sense of yo what what the fuck does Sony have to do that's really crazy except for work and make some tweaks internally to get some shit popping. You know what I'm saying? Like here's my yeah. thing. Here's my thing. 
people are, you know, they just want to see chaos and blood. You know what I'm saying? I understand. You want to see <laughs> Rebel to the Road. You want, you know, I, 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 I'm with you there. I'm with you. But for a company in the size and scope of, of, uh, of, of Sony and who's built such an insurmountable lead and has had such a great infrastructure and catalog that they've built and, you know, stuff in the background that they haven't even touched, they haven't even tapped into. They they all only have to do is create some type of you know method to get people again looking back at so at Sony for you know quick in for games or access increased accessibility you know options i.e. more consoles for PS5 and Project Spartacus and then reignite that catalog with consistent heavy hitting games and IPs that people know enjoy and will you know come in and look for i.e. all the all the shit that they have lying in wait literally so many different things and they could acquire little things like you said before and build them up you know or, or create that rapport with them as they build games for them and then just acquisition off the rip for on sony's point of view all they have to do is make sure that their offering is solid enough and that comes with increasing that pipeline to start pulling on some of the catalog and the history of playstation to get some of those exclusive games back out that's my thing that's where i think sony needs to go but that involves again increasing that pipeline and speeding it up but having that at such a rate where you know it doesn't drop the quality but there's still enough of them joints to come out to be like oh yeah cool they got that that and that but hey yo you looking at you know what i'm saying microsoft dropped like five five, five heavy hand games this year but we dropped three but these three was crazy y'all was waiting on these y'all were waiting on these for a while we got jack and daxter in the cut you know what i'm saying they're alive again surprise like they have that Whereas, you know, they might have, you know, Microsoft might have more, but the the reception and the anticipation on some certain IPs that they're grabbing from isn't as high as maybe the three that they might have on Sony side. So for me, it's 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 about uh, just slight tweaks. They don't need. And so I'm, I'm pretty sure Sony already knows this, but like they don't need to, you know, reinvent the wheel and go batshit crazy. But hey, oh, we need to start buying something, bro. We need to get our pockets up. They called us broke. We need we need to do something. They don't need to do all that. Yeah. They need to just lock in and focus on the product offering of Project Spartacus and, again, create that consistent pipeline to where there's really hard-hitting and in-demand franchise that you can bring up from the dead or create a new that forwards that constant, uh, you know, demand, demand and interest from their services, from buying a straight-up console or buying a service as in Project Spartacus and staying on there to compete, you know? Cause if they lay out, if they sit on their ass and just be like, yeah, yeah, we'll give you Ragnarok, we'll give you a couple of stuff. We got we got heavy hitters, bro, but like, you know, that's all we got. They don't work to increase and, you know, future, you know, I guess future proof their pipeline to make sure there's like, yo, we got these three games coming out. We got these games you don't even know about that's coming out. You know what I'm saying? Like, if they don't have that in place, Microsoft's gonna catch up very quickly and be like, yo, okay, that's cool. You know what I'm saying? You got your couple big joints, that's dope, that's nice, but you don't have enough games on that that are hard hitting and exclusive to sustain that project spartacus pass or whatever you do in the playstation pass you don't have enough to sustain that and if microsoft keeps bolstering their stuff over and over again and and sony isn't you know cognizant of that fact and tries to catch up that's that's where we see a lot of distance gains so that's why i think sony has to tread carefully just a little bit and, and plan for that i agree with you and i also think that because because of the lack of uh because of the lack of accessibility to their games because i was talking to my cousin who i was telling him like yo activision just got bought out and he's like well what does that mean for me he's somebody with a switch and a playstation um and i was just like what do you mean that means for you and i was just like i was like bro you understand how crazy game pass is and he's like that's cool but like 
does it mean that, like my PlayStation games? Like, what am I? I'm, I'm losing out on Call of Duty. Maybe I'm like, well, no, they're probably gonna keep that like multi-platform. And he's like, all right. So then, what is that? Like, I don't really care. And I was just like, and you're you're kind of right to not care because they don't have the games that you're looking for. They don't have the Spider-Man. They don't have the, like the, the the God of War. But what I will say is that that would help PlayStation is that accessibility that Xbox Game Pass offers, where it's like for 15 bucks, I get to try out a game in a franchise. So when the new one drops. I can I'm, I might go buy that shit because I liked playing uh, Psychonauts one on Game Pass. Psychonauts two is coming out. Oh, I'm definitely copping that. You know what I'm saying? And I think yeah. that it would be really, really smart on Sony's end to have something like uh, a PlayStation Now products party because you don't even have to do the Xbox Game Pass thing of like day one releases on Game Pass. You could even just have like, oh, yo, you like you like uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, bro. The new game is coming out. You can play the old one if you play on Project Spartacus or whatever. Like mm. if the catalog if the catalog isn't as big, they could do it for for like less money or even put it into like PlayStation Now and it's like yo this is all not PlayStation PlayStation Plus like yo this is all mm. PlayStation Plus now you can play these old games that you can't play because it's on PS3 we got PlayStation One games on here like this yeah. is a big ass catalog for cheaper and now when the new games drop I'm for sure copping them or you, and it's, I do like that they're putting games on PC I love that they honestly should really release them same day type yes. vibe that which they're doing Please. with uh, Final Fantasy Final Fantasy. 16 i yes. believe is releasing day one on both things i think that that that's really how they should go about this shit mm. um but the catalog for playstation honestly if they mimic nintendo because the thing is nintendo will resell a star fox 64 seven times and we're still going by because it's a gas game like if they just mimic nintendo in the sense of like we're going to give you what you like what your your favorite things were in, in place of like other shit other new shit or whatever because yeah we don't have 73 different companies but we can give you xeno gears which is on playstation one and fucking nerds like me will be <laughs> like yo I've, I've been trying to play playstation one xeno gear for years mm -hmm. and that's that's where they could they could move in because i don't know an old xbox game that i'm trying to play right now but i can name you so many playstation 3 games that i didn't get to play that i would love to play right now and that's where i think that that's like that's the thing that xbox is missing they have all these all these acquisitions of games and companies that have made games now but like so that gold that gold mine that you have sitting in the back because you didn't want to do mm. like backwards compatibility yeah. you can you can mine that shit right now yeah. and that's why i think that playstation is a sleeping giant you have so much shit yep. that you could do y'all just kind of haven't gotten it. around to it facts i and this is and that's the real like crux of it you know what i'm saying xbox uh, whereas you know they they're sitting they're kind of building up and they're expanding as they go along they're future looking not in the sense of you know pl actual planning and stuff like that but they're looking to build based on the acquisitions that they make now and create a whole ecosystem and network and that's where i that's where i believe most of their value is is in the future looking side whereas playstation uh, a huge vat of their value i guess in this stretch of the next like five to ten years oh xbox forward-looking to the new stuff that they're making not necessarily their past or whatever they're building from beforehand in, in in-house and not their acquisition in terms of playstation a lot of their i guess their, i guess their the value that they can unlock their potential that they can unleash is tied to their past and the catalog that they're sitting on that if they can tap into that for this next stretch of time that creates a lot more you know value on this side yeah that, that's that's just how i see it i'm like yo xbox you don't really have a lot of stuff that people are going crazy for that, that are like, you know, it's dead in the past. You haven't touched it in like 20 years. You know what I'm saying? You've kind of done, you've kind of already tapped on a lot of those stuff. Halo Gears, you know, there's a couple of stuff that you might be missing, like Perfect Dark that is coming back. 
that is one of those things but it's not there's not a whole wealth of them compared to sony so you're looking to grab things as you go and create new experiences with the stuff that you acquire and then build on the existing franchise that you already have you know what i'm saying so you've you've built on stuff periodically and then you're acquiring new things you're looking for future you know like that future tense type of development you're looking for that that future projection of games based on that acquisition right and sony is looking like okay cool we have this pipeline you know what i'm saying we gotta we don't drop games like all all the time you know what i'm saying we'll drop a couple of big bangers you already know what time we on but they're sitting on so much stuff tied to their past that if they include stuff in this, some of this stuff in project spartacus people are gonna be like oh shoot you dropping that oh you got this re- this remake in the works so you're not gonna put that on there but you're gonna hold this and you're gonna drop all these ps2 games and all these ps1 games and all these ps3 games and you're gonna have give us that you know what I'm saying? You're gonna mm-hmm. put that in rotation. That yeah. is a whole different bag they, they can, that Sony could tap into, bro. That's a whole different one. So I'm I'm again I'm firmly on the side and I agree with you. They don't need to acquire anything because they're already they're already sitting on a very, very deep network of stuff from their current studios, from their first party, third party, all their catalog stuff in the background. Like if this is really, really like the, the move that they're gonna make, it's most likely gonna be that. If there's a move that they have to make, it's going to be that. They're going to build from in- internally like they always have. And that's going to be, you know, I think more than enough. I just believe the problem is the crux is on their alertness and whether they're going to be like, yo, we need to actually do this now, which I think they're starting to gear up to it. But urgency, urgency is the key yeah. for PlayStation. That, that's what I think. And they got to get on it. That's, 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 that's really my two cents on that, on that side, bro. They don't need to buy shit, bro. I'm not gonna lie. That shit would annoy me. I'm not gonna lie. Somebody else go. Somebody like one of my people or something go buy something. Yo, why didn't you buy it? Like, nigga, that is that's not me. That's not me. Yeah. He said, "Oh, I just bought this new game, bro. Yo, that's crazy. That's dope. I don't even like that game, bro. Like, good luck. Like, that's cool. But it, like, and that that Jeff Keel, like the Jeff Keel thing. I was just like, I that's cool. But like, they don't really need to because the thing is like, again, if I am a game, if I make games. Uh, and I'm put games on consoles. Why wouldn't I put it on the best-selling console? Like it just—they don't really have to worry about that because you're not gonna put it on PlayStation. I right, cool. Lose out on more than fifty percent of console gamers when you sell yep. your game. Cong- congratulations, you played yourself. That's like literally, bro. It's just a, a lot of stuff, man. Like I—I mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I'll—I'll I'll literally just grab this question from the chat though. Flex said, "Let's be honest. How much would that matter if Sony, if they?" to force Sony if they really brought back some of the games in their old catalog. I think it would matter a huge amount, honestly, to a lot of people. The, the, the consistent backward compatibility to PS1 and stuff, I feel like will capture a lot of good people. But I I think uh, the level of, I guess, just IP renewal from stuff that happened in the PS1 era, That's I think that's what cap- captures the real value. That's what I'm talking about. Just like, damn, hey, yo, I'm not going to lie. That's also a buzzword I'm saying right now because the other motherfuckers mm-hmm. on the podcast is getting cooked. I don't mean that way. I listen. No, no, no. This is not that type of podcast. That's not the type no. of podcast, bro. Hold on, y'all. I mean mm-hmm. the value of the intrinsic value of a video game franchise that is long dead being sought to be revived. So yeah. that, you know, they can take an old, you know, uh, I'm, I'm trying to think of an old PS1. Jack and Daxter, again, prime example, Jack and Daxter. You know what I'm saying? PS1, PS2 era has been dead for so many years. If you bring that back into a new, either a remake or a whole full-fledged continuation that is brought to the, you know, the new generation, people are going to be like, yo, we're going to go batshit. They're going to go crazy because they're like, yo, we've wanted this for so long. Some continuation, some add-on to this story. We want that. Uh, you know, I don't I don't know where the hell Ninja Gaiden is under these days. I don't know if it's under Ninja Theory or somebody else, but, you know. I, 
I don't know either. It, even even thinking like the games that I would love to see, like the Di the Gundam Dynasty Warrior games. Yes. Um, what else? Killzone could come back because they own Guerrilla Kill Studios. Killzone was another one from a. That's 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 deep, deep in the memories. Um, what's it called? Uh what's the one Insomniac did? They're on Mars. Ah, uh, I, I I'm completely forgetting. Um, uh, Insomniac came on Mars. Oh man, why does that sound? Oh, Resistance. Resistance. That's also one. Resistance is another one. Um. Bioshock is technically everybody now, but I think mm -hmm. I think somebody else acquired that company. But that was a company yeah. that they could have they they could have acquired if they wanted to, but they didn't. Damn it! Bring uh, back Parappa the Rapper, bro. Do something. You know what I mean? Like they could. They could. People, there's a lot of classics. I was just saying, like this is like a lot of classic Sony games, and they also know how to like garnish and create good games too. Like because they've made so many yes. good masterpieces recently, so it's like it's not like they can't just they have the to be they can compete with the new shit because honestly. Any fucking game that comes out of like Bethesda and Activision and all these game companies, like three of those out of out of those like big acquisitions of uh Fallout, like not Fallout, uh, Bethesda, Activision, and what's the other company that they bought that was pretty big? Let's just say those two. If those two games come out with a banger right now, one game that is a PlayStation exclusive will be as good, if not better, than both of those games. And that's because Sony will be like, we're not going to push all this shit out. We're going to give you one solid, amazing experience that even people who don't like these type of games are going to still play these type of games and they're going to enjoy it because it's such a good game. Mm -hmm. I, I, I agree with you, man. I agree. And it's just like, it's the weight and uh, play, PlayStation don't, don't and should not feel pressured by any of this stuff, honestly, which, which as, as crazy as it is, even though it was like, you know, they should feel a little bit of urgency. Urgency is what they should feel. Fear is not yeah. because they have everything within their means to really make something shake and create a solid competitor to everything that Microsoft's building right now. Cannot fault Microsoft for their moves. What they're doing is completely justified, and it's and again, it's it's understandable for you know their their wallet and their mode of business and for what they're trying to build. They're trying to build a vast ecosystem with a deep catalog that captures a lot of different people. They're going for the for the width, you know, what I'm saying the breadth of a, of, of a whole category of games. And PlayStation maybe, you know, it has it has some width or, or, or breadth, but now they have, like, you know, depth in the quality, depth in the stuff. That's stuff that Microsoft's trying to match, but that's stuff that PlayStation already has right now with a lot of stuff that they're putting out. So it's just it's just two different ways of going about to the same result, making it better for us. For me in general, though, at the end of the day, this competition is good. If this is going to let it fire yeah. on Sony's ass, beautiful. Oh More God. good games for me. More good yeah. games for me, for all y'all Sony ponies and Xbox going crazy all over, you know what I'm saying? Say, oh, this is such a good day. Oh, this is such a bad day. This is the worst day ever, man. Sony's going to go to hell. What happened to PlayStation? Oh, no, 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 no. I don't care. It's beautiful for me because I got all of them hoes. I got all of yeah. them. I got everything. Yeah. <laughs> I'm feeling good, bro. I'm feeling good about all this. That's all I'm saying, bro. It's going to be just mwah, beautiful, beautiful. And when everything comes to the PC, oh, that's going to be a glorious day. I'm yeah. a, oh. Oh man, I'm like when we when stuff like when we get like two marquee games like Xbox and PlayStation like what day one releases in the same year or same like three month span, I'm I'm like I'm gonna pour some holy water on my PlayStation or whatever on my PC. I'm gonna get it christened. Or I don't know. It's gonna be a, it's a special occasion. I gotta do something. Pour some pour some Hennessy on. It. I don't know. Like <laughs> that's gonna be PC beautiful. gamers everywhere just gonna have champagne glasses like Facts. like waiting for their Steam downloads to download. They're like, oh, oh, oh. Yeah, it's been a long time coming. <laughs> we finally got it.
<laughs> I, I'm happy these console wars are going so great. But <laughs> <laughs> well, in the trenches, just shooting. <laughs> Like they're they're really they're fighting the battle. We're just we're like the politicians who sent them to war. We're just like oh uh, oh, like enjoying the oil coming in. He said to war, to war, to, to war. <laughs> I'm dead, man. I'm dead. All right, all right. One more subtopic to go on this huge Xbox debacle. Uh, let's 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 talk about it, man. So in an interview with the Washington Post. Phil Spencer got really, really amped when talking about the intellectual properties that Activision currently have lying dormant. Spencer stated, in addressing the potential of bringing on unionized workers, he said his company will aim to empower its new employees to do their best work. Uh, you know, general thoughts, what's going on, what, the, what they got going. Basically, what, I mean, what I got from it is he wants, you know, the company to really focus on Activision Studios, to really focus on making the best stuff that they can, not being pressured. I feel like creating a more conducive, uh, you know, a, a more a, an environment that's more conducive to health, rather, and you know, creating the best stuff that you can. So a lot more positivity and uh, less constraints left on some of these studios to create, you know, some great experiences with a lot, uh, you know, a lot of interesting IPs that might be lying in wait for Activision. So um, I don't know if anybody, a lot of people haven't realized this, um, and I made this realization like maybe like when I want to say the same day that it released, like mm -hmm. hours after the acquisition happened. Um, Xbox owns Crash Bandicoot. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, Spyro. Like that's, and Spyro. They and own Spyro. Crash Bandicoot and Spyro. They own Tony Hawk. Like all the games that you played in, on PlayStation as a kid, they own a they, lot like of them. Forty percent of them hoes. They got it. Like oh, yeah. that's tough, bro. Because yes. Sony sold them, but just Activision because they're like, yo, we don't need this Bandicoot. Uh. And it's like it's pretty insane. Like it's just an insane thing to think Thank about. You. It's just like wow. Like I could. In a few weeks, we could see Crash Bandicoot on Game Pass, and I'd download it and yep. I'd play it. Absolutely, um, absolutely. Just because, it's, just because, it's like why not? It's like Game Pass. Um, they have a lot of IPs, and if this, if he's very adamant about that, about like, yo, I'm gonna let these people work. We could get a sick ass Tony Hawk game. Like that's the thing about Tony Hawk is that that was a sick ass franchise, and then it got Bro. it got hoed. Ran that, into it got the turned ground. into. That shit got turned into a when they had the fake skateboard in the living room, they they were oh, trying to go crazy. Bro, you know the games, funniest man. thing? I yo, I had that. I remember when I had that. <laughs> it was a whole How bundle, like, bro. Do you remember? I don't I think it was like I think it might have been $399, $499. That was like I think that was like my first Xbox. I think it was a bundle. Four hundred and ninety nine dollars. I think it was like a family bundle. Like it was a family joint. Like me oh, and like me and my brother. Right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it came with the Xbox. Something like that. I remember that whole Tony Hawk board in the room. Is I remember. Yo, that's like one of the first. Like you know what I'm saying. Like that's when I first switched over to um, Xbox too. That's like Xbox 360. Christmas was like 2010 or 2009 or something like that. I think it might have been 2009, 2010 or whatever. But yeah, yeah, I had that board. I remember that board. It broke after like a whole like six to seven months. Like it was gone. That yeah. shit was gone. And that, but that's how they, that's how Activision made a lot of money because they, at the time they were pushing games that had peripherals. Yeah. Oh, um, what was connect. it? Guitar Hero. The Connect. No. Oh god. Guitar Hero. Think about all yes. the all the all the peripherals on that Bro. shit. Oh. I, that's another franchise that they own now is Guitar, facts, Guitar Hero, Hero, which would be would be super cool to see get brought back to life in this day and age because we don't necessarily need you to have like. Even if they gave you a Guitar Hero that you could play on your keyboard or like literally any yeah, peripheral, facts. people would buy it because of you course. have games like you have games like Osu and you have uh, there's another Osu like game that is you yeah. literally just use your keyboard like the, yeah, so the like, clicks and stuff. Yeah, 
Yeah, you could enjoy like a bunch. You could make they could do a lot with the with the IPs. Like they have a big library, but again, it's like you have this big ass like I don't even know what to call it. It's just a big ass field of all these IPs that you can possibly make. Which ones do you focus on? Do you even have enough people to keep making? Like, do you even have enough time? Because like, if every single one of these IPs that we brought up, not even all the, not even all of them, just the, the ones we remember, if they drop the new spare, a uh, new Spyro, Crash Bandicoot, Guitar Hero, um, Tony Hawk game, all in the same year, along with like all the other IPs like Fallout and and like a new Doom, like that's like seven games. Could you even have like how do you make how do you drop all these games? and not make them compete with one another because they're all your games mm -hmm. so i think if sure. they just stretch out the timeline a little bit you know push things if they want to make games push them out like spread them out a little bit or even make some of them cheaper than others i think they can have a solid lineup but you got to understand is when you have this many companies it's going to be hard not to step on your own toes i agree i agree and then that's a you know that's again that's some of the plight of playstation it's like yo we got so much in the tank what do we really want to drop? Because we could drop everything. We could drop like 20 joints, but then they'll start cannibalizing their sales. You know but what I'm like, saying? They're doing a great job because Nintendo does a great job of it now. For example, like on the Switch, I, the next big game is Arceus on the 28th. Yep. Arceus comes out in January. Kirby comes out in March. Splatoon, I think, is the next big one. That's yeah. three games in one year that we know about. Three mm -hmm. games all coming out, and you're, you're good to go. They don't, they're not stepping on anybody's toes because the Pokemon fans are going to buy Pokemon games regardless. Facts. People who who don't like Pokemon, their big their next big Nintendo game is gonna be Kirby. Mm -hmm. And if you like if you buy the Kirby game and you're like, man, I want another Switch game, you got the big old Splatoon and then you got the indie sprinkled in there. Like it's a fine, you don't have to worry about crushing your wallet. But like Sony, also a really good one because I what was before Horizon, because that's the next one that's coming out. What game yeah. has come out on PlayStation? Uh, I think it was. It I don't, Final, it wasn't Final God Fantasy Seven. Final Fantasy Seven extension. Final, that little... Final Fantasy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Final yeah. Fantasy Seven. But they're also in like a weird spot because they just had. They just dropped the console, so like the games yeah. aren't dropping as as often yeah. for them. But they like, had, yeah, they had PS... a little add-on one. Yeah, with Tifa PS... and whatnot. Yeah, 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 yeah. With yeah. the with their what's what's that the girl the the ninja girl name uh, whatever her name Yuffie, is Yuffie. Yuffie. They're doing good by not putting all of their stuff out at the same time because they don't have to. And I think that's why mm. Xbox having day one exclusives is so important because like if they didn't, ain't nobody buying all these games that Xbox is dropping. Right. Cuz there's just too many. But mm. I don't I'm not going to buy hey I'm not going to buy Halo cuz I'm not a big Halo fan, but I'll try it out if I got a Game Pass. Mm. Oh, I like Halo. I'm not going to buy Halo even though I have it on Game Pass, but I'm still going to pay for my Game Pass. So yeah. technically I kind of already did. Hey, yo, I'm not going to lie. I said Tifa in the middle of that sentence because I was thinking of the first story of the day. With <laughs> Are you doing that right now, Trip? Share your screen. No, 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 no. <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> no, no, oh, no, 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 like over shot and start me, bro. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's crazy, bro. But I agree. I agree. I agree. <laughs> But yeah, man, for, for Activision, it's really uh, just a tough situation in terms of what they want to pull out and what's the proper timeline, what time and place, time and place. Mm -hmm. But, you know, considering Activision, Activision has some pretty good series that I think they can, you know, build upon, you know, uh, you know, what's it called Rock Band or Guitar Hero. I prefer just bring back DJ Hero, bro, because DJ Hero is my stuff. Even though, I couldn't, even though I could not play that for like for the life of me, <laughs> DJ Hero was fire. I, I like yeah. that. Um that was cool. 
Um, they have some cool ones. I see what, yeah, of course, Overwatch is in there. So we, we know Overwatch is going to get rocked. They're going to get to work on that first. They're going to get to pat, trying to patch it up as fast as they can first. I think that's going to be like like urgent care. They're getting right into like the you know emergency room. They're pushing that in the hospital first. That's going in. Uh, so we're gonna, we're probably going to see something about that. Let's see here. Uh, Diablo, of course, is going to be... There's already Diablo stuff in the works. So they're probably just going to go keep pushing that on, keep making sure you guys are good. Uh, let me see. Blur? I remember Blur. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. That Blur. Was like, that was like... That's oh. a... Th- wow. Wow. Blur was, um, Blur was Mario Kart if you wanted to be cool. Like, if you didn't yo, want to look that, like a kid. <laughs> I remember... Yo, there was, wasn't there a demo for that? Like, a, like way back when. Yeah, demo. I used to play the shit out of the demo. It was a Facts. fun concept, but yeah. it's not Mario Kart. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not. It ain't Mario Kart, dog. It ain't Mario Kart. But yeah, there's there's a couple of good ones I see on here. You know what I'm saying? Tenchu, Starcraft. There's good stuff that they could work with. For me, there are two that I saw, and I'm pretty sure that that I'm. I gotta double check one of them. One of them is Prototype. Now I'm pretty sure Prototype is under an Activision banner right now. I'd have to double check it. I I I'll probably you know what I'm saying double check it later. Forgive me if it is not. Y'all can correct. You know what I'm saying. Fact check me or whatever in the comments or on Twitter or whatever. Uh, but Prototype is one game that just fell to the wayside after Prototype 2. And I don't know where it went. I don't know where it went. Yep, it is Activision. Activision and Radical. So, yes, it is under the Activision banner. Prototype, what the hell? Bring this game back because both of them were ridiculously good. Remake it. Do a whole new concept. Do whatever y'all got to do. Prototype. I, I don't know how this fell to the wayside. I blame Call of Duty. That's what it is. I blame mm-hmm. Call of Duty. This one was such a fire, fire game. I understand it might have, this might have been somewhere in the same, uh, I guess, realm as Infamous. I guess it came up in a competing time as Infamous, may, Infamous maybe, but I don't care. Give me both mm. of them. Give me both mm. of them. Bring Prototype back. That will be, that will get some butts off seats. I'm telling you, bro, because people love that game. People love that game. It was a dope take on just all that, you know what I'm saying? Dystopian one versus all, you know what I'm saying? Marauder, murderer type stuff. It's beautiful. Beautiful game. I think they should bring it back. Give it a facelift. It's wonderful. Do that. And the next one I'll say is Gun. Gun is like an old ass, that old that ass Western one. game. Gun is one. dope. I love Gun. I love you wanna, Gun. You want to compete it. with Red Dead? You can drop Gun. Go get Gun. Is that those? Those were two gun. games that I was like, oh, this is this is good. Like both of them were so good. Mad fun. Mad fun. Dope Western take. I'm like, give me Gun. I will take gun all day. If you want to look at some first, you know what I'm saying? He was like, "Oh yeah, look at all these." The Phil Hunter was like, "Look at all these." You know what I'm saying? These uh, these uh, these franchises, man. So pitfalls in there. Take a, I don't know, pitfall. Pitfall. I want to know play Pitfall, man. Bro, you're shit. old. <laughs> yeah, like, I love you, Phil, but you old as hell, bro. Get that Pitfall shit out the way, man. Go straight to prototyping gun. Get those first. Overwatch. See what you can do. If you can't revive Doomfist, get them all out of there. You know what I'm saying? And let's get straight to it, man. Let's get straight to it. And for everybody else, start building new IPs. Let Call of Duty do be Call of Duty. Do whatever <laughs> they do. You know what I'm saying? This, that, and the third, et cetera, et cetera. But y'all got some pretty good franchise that you can add to the category. Strategically, I think a lot of these games are like kind of smaller. You know, you can drop these anywhere and then they'll be like a nice little yeah. light surprise for some people. That's cool. But then there's a few here that you can actually weave into a really big release, you know, window and add them all into that big rollout. You know what I'm saying? That can be on a that can be in that class of okay. You know, we're dropping a we're dropping a Halo in the next like seven years. We're dropping a, uh, yeah. a couple Gears games. We're dropping a prototype. We're dropping guns coming back with a new installment or whatever. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Like that can be a heavy hitting thing that they can include. And just looking at that, man, like you can set the environment so well. Now that you have all these stuff under your banner, 
you can throw all these, you know what I'm saying, like these little things here. And once you get the, you know, the specifics right on the aesthetics, you can throw them into Call of Duty, throw them into Warzone, bro. You got a whole yeah. new set of exclusives, bro. You can be Master Chief in Call of Duty. People will be so confused, but they will be so happy at the same time because they saw Master Chief in Call of Duty. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of stuff you can you, you can pull and interweave now as Activision. And, you know, there's a lot of good room to go. You just got to be careful. Do what you do. But there's, there's, there's good stuff here. There's good opportunity. You could do it. You can do so much with all these IPs. Like, I mean, they could compete with Smash Bros. with how many IPs if they put it into a fighting game bro. or just something like that. Like, I, I forgot who said it, bro. Some, no, I think it was the Black Okage. I was watching his stream the other day. He was like, yeah, man, listen, just do like a Smash clone or whatever and do like the Forza car. You know what I'm saying? Put him in there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what? Like, but you could, though. Like, there's a, so there, Heroes of the Storm is a Blizzard game. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever played it or, or, or know I've much heard, about I've it. The reason. Yeah. So the reason it's so cool is because it took all the Blizzard IPs and they put them in a game. So mm-hmm. like you can play as like Overwatch characters, WoW characters. You own that game, so you could. I'm not saying the game is as good as League of Legends, but you could get into you could tap into that market now that you have so many motherfucking people in your in like in your realm. Like you can do a lot with this. I'm um, telling you. To name some off the top that I would like to see come back, not really too many because like again like they're they're cool, yeah. but like I. I'm not looking for shit. I'm not asking for new games. There's so many games out already. Mm. But Tony Hawk would be sick. And like a good time, like a good, we put time and effort into this Tony Hawk game. Not just like we took a remake and we Bro. reskinned it. Like we Facts. made a new good Tony Hawk game. Facts. And I would love to see Overwatch too, but if I, it would be a too long of a podcast for me to explain why I don't think it's <laughs> really going to happen. But like that, th- those yeah. are like the ones that I'm like, I could see that. I, I would I like to see some good shit come from them. I feel you, man. Give me a Thug 3. Give me a brand new Thug 3, and I will literally, like, bro, again, just, y'all got the time, bro. Literally just go super hard in development and drop it right next to Skate, Skate 4. I will literally cry tears of joy, and I will play both to the ends of the earth, but I will still yeah. cry tears of joy. Y'all, y'all, have the, y'all have the bandwidth, man. I just like what I'm seeing in terms of all this because they have real good choice to really, again, they're a lot. it's a lot of breath that they're going for. So Activision has a lot of breath and they cover a lot of different genres. So they can drop seeds into little things here and there. And then they can build a couple of these big IPs that we're seeing. We'll build them into full-fledged, yo, these are new Activision under the banner. Boom, the big release. You know what I'm saying? Imagine seeing a prototype you know, announcement like two or three years from now. You're seeing prototype now in development. You know what I'm saying? Prototype three, blah, 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 or something like that. That will be a huge thing for Microsoft and Xbox, in my opinion. A gun coming back. That will be a huge thing. You know, I, I think there's a lot of good seeds here to build the Activision brand up a lot more and expand what they're already building and create, again, more exclusive, exclusives, man. Y'all, y'all was saying hey, Xbox don't got no games. That was the narrative for a long time. Phil Spencer was like, okay, I see you. I see you. I got something for your ass. I got something for you. Facts. <laughs> Facts. Say it now. Say it now. Say it now. But yeah, man, that, that's, that's all I got on the Xbox conversation, bro. We, we're definitely going to be seeing more, much, much more of that develop over time, but what a story that was. Now, moving out of the Microsoft side, we're going to get into some other stories from the week. Uh, We're going we gonna, we gonna to tap into a, a little different bag, man. Something that I've personally been uh, waiting to see. So after months of waiting, 2K Games has finally dropped a major update and trailer for the upcoming WWE 2K22. So now the trailer shows off some refreshed visuals from top to bottom for gameplay, a new engine, 
and several new features, including the 2K showcase, which is of course like a career mode, which just shows like their best highlights of a certain star. Which time when and this time around is the cover star Rey Mysterio, the return of my GM mode that was like long awaited, took years for them to make make it uh, come back in the game. My faction mode is building your own stable. Not sure how it actually functions just yet. My rise is basically just two story modes based on male and female wrestlers, revamp creation suite and cross cross platform community creations. But there's no word on crossplay for the entirety of gameplay across the series. Now I know I saw the trailer. I'm not sure if you did. Uh, I can start with this one. Uh, listen, bro. I'm gonna keep it a stack here. I'm a mm-hmm. wrestling fan, bro. I grew up on that joint. Yeah. My mo- mama grew up on that joint. Like, it- it's not gonna leave me. I'll watch it in some capacities. I'll I'll have the stuff in my head. The only reason, like, forty percent of the reason why I like like any rock music or whatever is because of wrestling. You know what I'm saying? There's some things mm-hmm. I just attribute to wrestling in my life that it, it is what it is, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to talk mm-hmm. like the Rock on stream, so I'll be, you know what I'm saying, have the confidence <laughs> up to be talking this right. shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Have the comebacks, lay the smack it down or whatnot. I enjoy wrestling games so, so much. But over the past few years, just there have been so many ones that have been lackluster and bad. 2K20 was like, the again, the culprit. Like, yo, everybody was hounding that game so badly that 2K was like, yo, bro, we're just not going to release anything um, ne- next year, bro. We'll just take a break. We'll come back. And we'll see what happens where, you know what I'm saying, we're on the other side, you know? They yeah. got hounded to hell, and they have worked, uh, I, I'm assuming they worked their asses off to really get this game to a standpoint where it's acceptable and good by fan standards and creates a lot of different, you know, avenues for people to play that we have, you know, come to expect and come to know from these WWE games, man. So for them to have my GM mode back, which is a really big thing that the community wanted for years to bring back, to finally have that there, a couple of different modes of creation suite, cross-platform downloads, you can get all these creative stuff, uh, you know, easy access for that, which is really, really good. You want to build as much infrastructure for, you know, an easy, uh, you know, easy community, easy community, like, out, outlay, where it's like, yo, we can do this for a long time. We want to have the tools in place right now to jump, to be like, okay, cool. We want to, you know, support this game for a long time. Can you make it easy for us to support the game for a long time, or are you going to make it harder? And it seems like they're on the right path to making it easier my only reservations is it looks good but does it play good where is the yeah. actual where's the actual smoothness in the frames the online play and the lag and the net code because that's a really big part of a problem of online play that's been you know messed up for years now i really hope that's been fixed but judging 2k you know it's never fixed fully uh that's a big concern again just the the roster set has always been a concern to people like is it going to be big small how much people are you going to unlock like What's going to be missing? How much do you have to change with all the, you know, different wrestler changes and stuff and all that other stuff that you have to consider? Um, and yeah, just in general, gameplay system. How is it going to feel? How is it going to feel? The tagline is, it hits different. I really hope it does for the better because <laughs> we, we, I know me, I love, I love a good wrestling game. That's what I grew up on, man. Here comes the pain. You know what I'm saying? Reckon, Day of Reckoning, Day of Reckoning 2, like, I grew up on just dope wrestling games. And that that is a personal thing of mine that I've lost over the years. You know what I'm saying? I haven't had a good wrestling experience like that in a few years, like but way before I even got into streaming. You know what I'm saying? Like I probably the last good one I played or last like one I played like of note was like 14, maybe 2K14 or thir- WWE 13 or something like that around there. But there's just a void that they need to work on filling again for this community and then that creates a lot of longevity so i hope they do it still have some reservations but i really hope they nail it with this one so i am i actually avoid wrestling games for the reason that like every every single new one is garbage my boy actually bought 2k20 um oh, he was actually one of the few 
Yeah, he's actually one of the few people who didn't get a, he didn't get a refund because he was like he waited too long, I think, or he I guess he just because he was like, yo, the glitches are actually pretty funny. So like he he used they to were. get like fried and then like would play and it would just be dying. He's like, yo, this shit is so fucking busted. Um, and I think his girlfriend bought it for him, so he was just like he was just enjoying his time. I don't even think he paid for it. Like he was just vibing, and I was just like, hey man, that's cool. He's like, you want to play? I was like, not at all, man. I the last two K the last wrestling game I played was. Raw versus SmackDown 2007. That's how, and that's well, a go, that's, and that's a tough one. That's up there, bro. I was up there. It was. Hey. I bought. I got that game the same day I got God of War two. Let me mm. tell you, that was a great. That was a great mm. few months. That's a good. Because I was playing both that's of them a, a lot. Yeah, and I got both of them for like twenty dollars. Not like ten. Both of them twenty dollars together. From like, and we. And I'm in Philly. We got it from a crackhead. It was a phenomenal deal. Hey, she, listen, he had the hookup. Hookup. It was it was a phenomenal deal. The PS2 was humming for a while, <laughs> but I remember the first one that I played that blew me and my brother's mind, bro. Was um, SmackDown Shut Your Mouth back yes. before they even got together? Shut, yes. You know, those games those games were Shut insane. I remember me and my, we left the ring and just kept running, and there was just so many areas. Like there was just so much, bro. And I'm gonna keep boiler it a room. With you. Yeah, the boiler room. We used to be in the garage, like in the car parking lot or whatever, just driving around. There was like a little forklift and you could like yeah. drive it into people. That shit was nuts. It was insane. So I remember Facts. like seeing those things. And then like when I got older, like I had like when I got like I didn't have a lot of money for games. So like wrestling games, I didn't watch wrestling for a while. So I was just like, mm. I'm not going to put money down on that. But like seeing the how like progressively, progressively they got more like eh, and like. Mm. Man, I really be fucking up like any sponsorship opportunities in the, in these podcasts. <laughs> Let me tell you how it is. But like, Two K is another company that I just feel like does not care. Like, I'm gonna keep it a thousand. They're one sex scandal away from like selling their shit mm. too, because they just like put games out to make money. Because like, how many any any NBA Two K fan like fan right now? If you know somebody who's been playing NBA Two K, go give them a hug. They need it because I don't think I've heard good things about an NBA Two K game in actual years they need the hugs like i don't think i've heard one positive thing about this game like hey, yo, ever I-, I give them in defense it started good but then they passed it to hell from what i hear yeah. so like that's what <laughs> i remember 2k 2k18 on the ps3 was good but 2k18 on the ps4 wasn't which made no sense to me like those 2k players man shout out to y'all because i the, the loyalty y'all have is insane because I I could not. Same thing with like 2K WWE and some would say Borderlands. Me, I would say Borderlands. Uh, it's just like they just figured they have they have this open lane, so we can really just do whatever. We can slow the car down because ain't nobody ain't nobody behind mm-hmm. us. Like nobody's trying yeah. to. But it's like, and then when NBA Live came back out, I was like, damn, maybe there, maybe NBA Live is going to put some fire onto the ass of 2K, mm-hmm. and then they fucking thought, they were worse. Yeah, they... Which, how, how, how do you do that? They they and they so, had some real and real promising actual mechanics, but it just uh, it didn't work. There was just there were some things that were off. There was just some stuff that were and off. And I'm I'm happy to see them taking their time with this game. And if this game is good, I'll buy it because I enjoy wrestling, especially if if you have the full roster. Because that's one mm. thing I loved about every year of a wrestling game is that new wrestlers would get added, but like you'd still have Stone Cold, you still mm. have like The Rock, so you could still enjoy it, even if you're not a fan of new wrestling. All of your favorites are still in those games, and some of them even play really key roles and stuff. So, like, I was just like, I remember in two thousand seven. I can't. I I could be wrong, but I remember there was a there was a um 
there was like a part in the campaign where I was talking to Eddie Guerrero and I was like, damn, this is crazy that I'm like playing like this is Eddie Guerrero. He's he's gone, but like he's still here or I can play Mm. as him in this game. Like this is your connection to these people. Like and when you grow up with that, it's beautiful. It's awesome. I would love for this game to be awesome. I'm actually going to watch the trailer like after this. I'm going to go watch Mm. it because I want to see what it's like because I think that this could be cool. But that's the problem is that like it could be cool. I can't Mm -hmm. it's it could also just be another 2k game where it's all right i guess and then everybody hates it but we still play it it could be one of those yeah it's, it's the case, kind of the case of like guilty to proven innocent man the track record of 2k it, we're all on thin ice with y'all but in my heart of hearts i really think that they can do a job with this we just got to see everything come out in time and i, I just want it to be smooth i want it to have a lot of again wide wide variety of gameplay options and stuff and just again show it some love man just show it some love that we you know the love that we have for these games we want you to show that same love into putting them you know to to creating them to 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 making these things what they are that's that's all i ask and then if you put that there the rest of that will come come through man you know what i'm saying like for me it's like yo you play smackdown here comes the pain in my opinion the goat the best wrestling game of all time you know what I'm saying? You you see how much depth was in that, bro? Game modes, championships, you know, all this stuff. The down and it's a PS2 joint. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like from back then, and you haven't been able to one up or try and replicate the the you know the, the the experience of that. I know it was rare because it was you know in that time, but still trying to like emulate the depth. You know how much stuff you can put into the game, the the level of control you give the players, and customize customization on whatever. Like it's it, it's it's weird, but I still they think they can do it, but I have to see it. I got to see it. It's because back then they made a game with the mindset that, yo, we might not make another one for a while. So let's make it good. Once wrestling games and sports games all started going every year, they kind of had the mentality of like somebody who's close, who had the closing shift. Like, yo, I'm going to just let, I'm going to just let opening shift handle it. Like next year we'll fix whatever problem this is or whatever. That was, that was the problem with a lot of these, these, these games where it's just like, Mm, do we need to put this feature in now it's like it seems like it would be too much work like mm. all right cool we'll just put it in there next year i guess like that's what, that's kind of how it feels when you play a lot of these these sports games and these new games got you man got you man hey listen in my heart of hearts fingers crossed i really hope this comes I'm out well but again it's like i never want games to come out poorly i never Absolutely. want any any game to come out poorly man some people just be openly hating on games because that's what they do I don't that's want weird. no game ever to come out bad. I want it to come out in the best possible state to make it where if I even like forgot about you or failed to mention you, I feel like an idiot going back to play you because yeah. I was like, yo, why did I jump on this when it came out? But we see with the, you know, the actions of developers and just development, you know, executives and just how, how the process goes doesn't always end up, uh, you know, as intended. So I just want I just want the shit to be dope because how much dope shit from against the personal perspective from a content creator perspective because that's something I I love to put back into the the, the rotation, bro. I would love to sit up, sit down here with my brother. We just run sets of just games, literally just do whatever matches and blah blah blah. Like and create our own players. Like I remember way back when, like a couple years ago, before my brother lost his save on his PS3. Like he had a he had this dude right. He was like six seven, three hundred fifty pounds, hella tattoos white beard and a cap and he called him like a bad santa like you know what i'm saying like he called this nigga yeah. bad santa he was doing hurricane ranas he was doing flips off the top weird ass creations like that but that sticks in your memory bro it's like yeah it's, you can't beat experiences like that you know what i'm saying they have a real unique uh you know 
just just power of memories and, and and emotions and experiences you can tap into with WWE, man. I just hope they execute right. I just hope they execute it right. Yeah. That's that. That's that on that, man. Let's, let's scooch on a little bit forward, man. It's a, it's a little bit of different news, man. This one I'm actually excited for, and I I have I have more faith in. I'm not gonna lie. I got more faith in this one. So this week, new and improved Telltale Games CEO Jamie Oddly sat down with Game Informer to talk about the studio, improving on the past, and the next entry into the long-awaited Wolf Among Us series. Now, there were a lot of details that Jamie brought up in the article, including uh, Telltale reaching out to Ad Hoc, which is a team of former Telltale employees after the shutdown. They worked on some of the first game in the Wolf Among Us series to be collaborative partners on the new game. Uh, Telltale is actually handling a lot of the game design, motion capture, and programming, while Ad Hoc is working on the creative side. Uh, Telltale is doing entire entire iterations at one time instead of actually their old method of completing one episode of a series and then working on the next one to avoid a lot of crunch and longer release gaps. And offered some bits on the story as well for Wolf Among Us 2, uh, saying that it takes place six months after the first, uh, after the events of the first game. We're going to try and explore a lot more of a New York City this time around, and we're having a lot of dangling questions from the first series answered as Snow White is deputized in Fable Town, and we see, uh, you know, what I'm saying the Wolf do his damn thing, and, and we're getting back into it, man. So. Uh, we're gonna see a lot of different stuff and also the script is uh completely done mocap is underway so they're in a far 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 uh more progressive state than we saw them in 2019 and yeah man they're on the move uh what do we think about wolf among us 2 i i need to play the first one i like saw a struggle play and i was like damn this looks interesting i love the telltale games play but it. like i always had an issue with the telltale games mm. because if it was it was episode it was episodic yeah um and they're always Telltale games are so fucking clunky, and yes. it's like it's it's part of their charm, but I also just like it is never never really was like in the mood for it. I guess uh -huh. like I wasn't like man, I don't want to have like I don't want to have them to walk over here and then be like oh I gotta go over here now. And like I, it was always so funny like watching the heavy ass rotation. The, yeah, like this, <laughs> the heavy ass, and then like the long. You can't just hit the quick back step. My man has to like he got walk a loop. around. He got a loop, bro. He got to make a Yui, bro. He got a Yui. No, you know what I'm saying. No human should have that big of a turn radius. But like that's fair. It, they're funny. They're cool games. I am really interested in playing it. The one that I I remember playing, I remember mm. playing it allegedly, allegedly playing the first season of Walking Dead, um, allegedly. in the most not legal way, allegedly. Allegedly, right? you know what I'm saying? I don't know what you're got, talking about. You know what I'm saying? I got through episodes one through four, and then on the fourth one, my save would not transfer. So like all my mm. all like the decisions I made were pre-made for me, wow. and I didn't like that because like that matters to you when you go through episodes one through four yep. and then it's like oh so four like all that is just gone now the one that i beat was uh the telltales borderlands one which i was a big fan of yes and i would love to go back and play these games i'm excited because i really didn't want these games to die a lot of people were just like it's stupid it's just like a, a point and click or whatever but playing click Bro. is fucking gas like, that, and that's great that's a that's a that's a Pillar of gaming, bro. Stop, stop playing, bro. Y'all know about them joints from way back, yo. Like, chill, chill. Point click I, is fire. I always thought that the people who like just sit there and watch, like, if you're a streamer who all you do is just like once, all you want to do is watch TV and like play games very lightly. Like, you really don't feel like doing too much work while you're sitting there in front of your stream. These mm -hmm. Telltale games literally should be your bread and butter. You should have played every single one of them because you don't have to do much. You just experience story. Facts. They're just good to just hang out and enjoy a good story. 
So you know like, what I'm, I'm happy that they're still making Telltale games. I'm definitely, I definitely want to check out Wolf Among Us one. I think I actually own it. So mm. like, I could see myself doing. I still have a huge backlog of games to play. But those games are pretty. They're really good. I'm excited to see what 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 a new mm. Telltale games looks like in 2022, bro. Uh, I will say this: You need to play Wolf Among Us. Um, to me, I, I played through a couple of them, bro. Wolf Among Us is so fire. I, to me, it's way, <laughs> it's it's a solid amount better than Tales from the Borderlands for me. It's a solid really? amount better. Yes. Oh man, I'm gonna yes. have to check it out. Oh, it's so. I good. heard there, there was also there was. I also love that they also they they did it with like different franchises. Like there was a Game of oh, Thrones yeah. one. Yeah, I don't the know, Game of Thrones. I don't know I don't know Game of Thrones one was pretty good too. Game of Thrones oh. was pretty good as well. Like again, for me, for Telltale. They choose. They are really smart at picking IPs that they can build into. You know what I'm saying? Create pretty unique twists on stuff. As you can see, again with Batman, the Telltale series, the Batman one was ridiculously good plot, ridiculously fire, like so so enjoyable. Borderlands, a really enjoyable story that ties into stuff. I liked it. The Wolf Among Mm -hmm. Us, the first one. I'm not gonna spoil nothing, but really really good. Based on the yeah. IP, I forgot what it was called. Uh, I forgot the uh, uh, the actual comic series that was that, that's based upon, but whatever. I think it's just fables. But uh, yeah. that really, really good. You know what I'm saying? The Walking Dead. Oh my goodness! How many times I got choked up? Ah, oh my rid- ridiculous amount. Mm-hmm. So good, so good. All of it, man. They are really again good at creating these narratives based on IPs and you know putting their own special twist on things. Uh, you know, in, in, in stories, and I didn't want to see them leave. And I'm glad that they're back, and I'm glad that this yeah. is the, the I'm glad that this is their comeback. I'm glad that this is their comeback mm-hmm. project because this is one that everybody, I think everybody who knows Telltale, like like you know, at least play more more game more of the games and know what they're about, wants to see this one right here. Because when it drops, <sighs> there is a franchise, actually a Telltale franchise that I really do love. I was actually gonna be one of my first YouTube videos, but the mm-hmm. audio, you love that. The audio fucked <laughs> up, and because I knew what happened in the in the episode it was gonna yeah. suck if i just replayed it soon so I, i'm like waiting to like kind of forget what yeah. happens but sam and max which is a point and click uh, adventure game mm. but like i don't know if you've seen him it's like the, the big dog with the rat with the white bunny oh like, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that, yeah they remastered the first season of that of mm. that game and that's made by telltale that is one of my favorite games i'm excited so like they they make such uh such good games i might they- i might have to bring that to stream they they do such dope ass narratives, man. I'm like, mm-hmm. how? They, again, they, this was also in the article, but I didn't want to touch on it too much. They're also doing um a uh, a, a series on the Expanse. It's like a, a, a it's like a sci fi show, The Expanse. It's like a space based mm-hmm. and whatnot. I, I've heard The Expanse is a really good show, and then they're diving into that. So they're not just like taking the biggest franchise and doing whatever and stuff like that. Yeah. They really, really, really take their time and choose IPs that they can really build something around. So I again, I have full faith in you know in in telltale the new and improved one and ad hoc to really make a good impression with this comeback and the other stuff that they were doing working forward man like this is i'm glad that they're here i'm glad that they're still around love to see it mm-hmm. absolutely absolutely and we tie it into uh this this one right here you know what i'm saying we're gonna switch gears you know what i'm saying cross a couple seas take a couple boat rides and whatnot uh so there have been some rumblings this week around uh the rumor mill for sega's hit franchise judgment but not in the video game lane. According to Kotaku and Nikkei Gendai in Japan, there have been a slew of rumors suggesting that a live-action TV series based on the Judgment series is in the works. Actor and star of the game, Sakuya Kimura, is reportedly uninterested in his continuation 
of an Asasha television series television series that he's currently working on called BG Personal Bodyguard, and he's gearing up for more projects that are tailored to him. So, I mean, Judgment TV series, bro. The Judgment TV series on Japanese TV. What I mean, what we thinking, bro? I mean, literally, the character that is in question, it's it's him. So, what's going on? If y'all don't just fucking put Judgment on PC, I swear <laughs> to fucking God. Every time I hear, every time I see anything that has to do with fucking judgment, and it's not PC release incoming, it is the fucking most annoying thing I've ever had to deal with. I love Yakuza. I fucking, I, if I could inject Yakuza into my veins, I would. It is such a good franchise. But y'all made judgment, which is like, yo, we're, it's like the new Yakuza, and then you guys tell me, oh, it's not on PC, and I'm like, oh, that's judgment, and. Death Stranding Director's Cut were the two games that I was like, I need to get a PS5 to play these. And one of these games is coming to PC. And I'll give you a little fucking hint. It's not Judgment. <laughs> I'm sure the... I'm going to say this, though. I'm sure the TV show is going to be super fucking gas because those stories are so goddamn good. Mm. But I'm sick and tired of it not being on my PC. <laughs> I'm sick of it. It's so oh, man, good. I just want the game. I, I, it's it's so good, and they're just like, "Hey, you like it?" I'm like, "Yeah." Like, well, you can't have it. Go buy a PlayStation. Got you. Got you. Got you. Now, I personally haven't played through Judgment. But I've seen oh, I've seen little snippets, but basically, what I've gathered is like the traditional style of how Yakuza plays. They're giving all of that to you know, they're giving all that to the Judgment series, and then they're just going like you know, turn-based stuff for Yakuza going forward. So I'm like. Okay, cool. But from yeah. all the stuff that I've seen from Judgment and Lost Judgment, it looks ridiculously good, and I need to play it now. Yeah. I have a, you know, say now I got a PS5. We have to play some of them shits so this year. We are gonna get it covered. And I've heard the narrative is fantastic, the gameplay is fantastic, all this stuff is good. The actor, you know, that's who's actually the main character, who's the detective. He's gonna be involved in this show. So I'm like, listen, if y'all are involved with this stuff and y'all are like talking to each other, it's gonna be fire. And listen, I trust you. It's gonna be great. You know what I'm saying? If y'all, if y'all working on y'all own again stuff, stuff culturally. I have no doubt that it'll probably be at least a really, you know, decent show. Y'all got that. Yeah. Now, I would have had a problem if it was like, hey, yo, Netflix, we trying to pick this up. And then, you know what I'm yeah, saying? We, nah. You know, we, 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 trying to, we trying to put some, some random dude, we trying to put Tom Holland as the, you know what I'm saying, the main detective. Mm. I'm like, nigga, this don't fit. I love Tom Holland, but this don't fit Netflix. Now, I would have had a problem yeah. with that. But you said Asashi Television, I'm like, okay, cool. You know what I'm saying? Y'all dealing with your own stuff, you know, culturally, y'all know the nuances of this and y'all can probably best portray this character in a live action format so i'm like yo listen it probably fire it's probably gonna be fire but in terms of the game series man you heard my man you heard my man put it on pc bro stop playing with him put it on, put it on pc on, bro put it on pc put the damn thing on pc all right man let's see if we gonna drop off to a quick last topic for the day man uh this week bond film producers have offered some solid response to the chatter around the search for the next james bond in the film series while the next iteration is a ways away producer barbara broccoli spoke to deadline in response to the idris question saying that he's a magnificent actor and you know it's been part of the conversation but it's always difficult to have it when someone else is in the seat so just a, a quick little tidbit man on the possibility man my boy knuckles is he gonna be the next bond what's the chances of him being the next bond will we want to see him there What's going on with this situation, bro? Talk to me. I think he'd be a phenomenal James Bond. I mean, like, I feel like it's time to go past, like, the white dude James Bond. Um, just because there's just so many freaking Bond movies. Like, if it's going to be a movie, a, a All franchise that's moving consistently, you know what I'm saying? Like, if it's going to consistently change, why not just, like, if... And it's funny, because, like, all the Bond actors will do a few movies, and then they're like, all right, I'm tired of being James Bond, because, like, 
I would, why would anybody want to be the same role over and over and over again? So it's mm-hmm. like, I think it'd be cool if we rotated. Like, why not? Like, what? Why not? I don't think anybody can sit here and be like, yeah, Idris Elba, not a good actor. Like, you're smoking dope. He's an amazing actor. I don't see why he couldn't be a James. I don't see why he couldn't be James Bond. I would love to see him as James. I would honestly just want to see more something different because I feel like right now, like I ain't never really been hyped for a James Bond release. You know, like I've never been like, oh, is that a James Bond movie coming out? Like I like I see them if they're on Netflix, I'll watch them or whatever. But like they don't really wow me. So seeing more representation, more diversity, or just seeing more change, seeing them step mm-hmm. out of their comfort zone, I'd be more inclined to 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 actually go watch it in theaters. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, because I mean, because of Goldeneye, I was tapped in. You know what I'm saying? You already know what it is. No, you know, because of that, I became a James Bond fan. I was like, all right, I'll keep a lookout. And then I saw, you know, all the other movies. And when I got older, I rewatched them. I was like, yo, bro, some of these movies are not that good, especially the Pierce Brosnan <laughs> ones. I'm like, bro, some of these is me. Yeah. Holly Berry was fantastic, but those yeah. movies, not so much. Now, I, yeah. you know, looking at this stuff, I'm like, yo, it could use a change of scenery. I, I don't want to give out no game or nothing like that, but. We've seen agents that are close to Bond who were not, you know, who were not white dudes. You know what I'm saying? It was a black female in some of the past movies that was involved. You know, yeah. could could have could have could have been a Bond. Could have been a Bond there. I would have I wouldn't mind that at all. But yeah. in terms of the Idris stuff, I would love to see him. If y'all have it, there's a series on Netflix. I believe it's called Luther. Y'all should look into that. There's a movie being made about Luther. That is a dope series. And that's like, yo, y'all can yes. easily y'all can easily transition that show to him being Bond. Like dead ass. Yeah. Like that could the detective side of it yes just remove some of the like erratic nature and like you know like i mean for a good part of him being a bum in that show because sometimes he'd be bumming it in that show just just spoiler spoiler warning like that rumor that for a time he could be bond you know what i'm saying and again it just has the chops for it he does this uh i've heard some other names mentioned like uh henry cavill uh luke evans which is one of the uh, wasn't henry cavill in a james bond movie Nah, he was in mission impossible he did the that's you know what, what it was. He did the. He did. I the didn't even watch reload. that movie because when I saw that scene, I was like, "That's he nuts! Did, I need to see it." <laughs> he, he did the, that shit was hilarious. He did the fist reload shit. That was mad yeah, funny. I'm not that gonna lie. That shit was seeing, stupid. Seeing in the context, stupid as shit. But honestly, no, like that. Yes, that was fucking amazing. I, I laughed my <laughs> ass so off. I'm, who? Who the? We've had this conversation before at some point. You know, at least everybody in the world, like who? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like. He recocked his arms, bro. He recocked his arms. That's crazy. He recocked oh them God. joints. That's insane to me. But uh, Mission Impossible ain't never been a bad movie. They're they're gonna have a seven and eight, but then they um delayed yeah. them in twenty twenty three. Yeah, they they uh, a report came out today that said they were gonna delay them uh, just because of stuff and production, whatever. But yeah, man. In terms of this, I would love to see um uh I would love to see Idris Idris or give me you know what I'm saying like, give me a female Bond. But you know, top Twitch probably Idris right now. Uh, in general. I would say though, you know, I love James Bond films, cool, but give me another man from Uncle. I'm tired of this. I don't know if you remember <laughs> 20, 2015, literally Henry Cavill was in a, the remake of like an 80s show called The Man from Uncle, and that movie was dope. But then the cannibal dude was in that. Uh, he was in, what was the name? Uh, Army Hammer, I think it was. Uh, the dude that was a cannibal that ate people. All right, allegedly ate people. I don't know. I don't want to assume nothing, but some wild stuff was going on. But he was in that film in 2015 with Henry Cavill, and then he cannot be recast, apparently, because of that. I don't know. That's not me. I, I don't. I don't write the news, nigga. I don't do you're it. You're doing shit. a lot of information at me. You're throwing me movie recommendations and cannibalism stories that I gotta look up after this. Like I'm, I'm gonna have to like Google search this. <laughs> you're gonna have to multitask here. You're gonna have to. Multitask. <laughs> right, so, but the Man from Uncle was a fantastic movie. I was, I would love to see them bring that back over like I you know a, a Bond film faster. It's gonna be some time, but 
you know, Man from Uncle. Y'all need to tap into that. If you haven't seen that movie, mm-hmm. watch it from 2015. Watch it. It's based on the 80s show. Mwah. Magnifico. All right. I don't know who should be a Bond, who should be like, the, would be the best James Bond, but I think The Rock should be in a Bond movie in some Bro, facet because he I need, think he'd be either a good he needs villain, to be a villain. Or, <laughs> like, I think he would be great as like a villain or even like a very involved henchman or something, Facts. dude, because I think it would be bro, hilarious. I mean, Batista was already in there. He was a henchman, bro. And it, you listen, know what I'm he was already there. Look, I think The Rock would be like a funny ass, you know what I'm saying? Like, he'd be an FBI agent that Bond works with. And at some point, they're all fighting in the jungle. And that's where he turns on him. And he's a double agent wearing the same shirt he yeah, wore for the other five movies. That's what we do. Oh, come on. That's bro. money, baby. That's money every time, bro. Seven bucks. We started from seven bucks. We seven million now. That's how we do it. Come on. That's how we do it. Yes. All right, oh, man. man. <laughs> hey, man, that's all the notes I have for the day, man. Is there anything else that you had on your mind? Anything else we might have missed? No. Um, yeah, no, I think that that pretty much covers basically everything that's that's happened. I think we did a good job on that. I actually have something that we missed. The, uh, actually, I believe the most important story from this past week. Uh, let, let me let me keep it a buck and uh, inform everybody. Uh, so the smash hit game, my friend Peppa Pig, now has a free PS5 slash Xbox Series upgrade for uh now last gen owners, and the DLC is planned for March 2022. So that means uh Peppa Pig has now had a uh, next gen update faster than uh, Cyberpunk 2077. That's crazy. That is all. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that today and I was like, what? Peppa Pig Your dropping updates for Cyberpunk. Red. That's crazy. That's wild. He said the wish we raise you Peppa Pig. Hold that. Hold Mm. that. That's one of our games works. It's not yours. (laughs) The the best the best news I've heard all week. I don't care. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. All right, man. That's it for today. Thank y'all so much for tuning in to the no cool down podcast bro episode six down in the books we'll be back next week give me your closing notes when easy how you feeling close us home uh let's see um don't get acquired that's that's the best that's the best news i just hey, hey, don't know, get know your worth know your worth don't be facts. on game pass don't let them facts. put you on game pass facts facts <laughs> your mind cannot be on game pass man tell them tell them tell them uh, it's you're, not no you're game. Exclusive. You're exclusive. It's not no game, so don't pass up on your value. You know what I'm saying? You're a high-valued target. You can't let them, you know what I'm saying, level you and put you on the pass, bro. You can't let them do it. You can't let them do it. Yesterday's price is not today's price. All right? You stupid. Oh, my God. Stupid, man. Listen, my closing notes is, uh, listen, please check y'all Zooms. Do not share a screen if you're not ready to. Or else it's a wrap for y'all. Uh, listen, y'all. Y'all have a good one. So much news has been coming, but we're going to keep it dropping. Make sure you follow all of the relative channels. Look for us on Anchor and Spotify. Just search up No Cooldown and you will find us. That's N-O space C-O-O-L-D-O-W-N. You can find us there. You can find When Easy on YouTube at Wotaku Channel. That's right. Spell it out. Wotaku Channel. You will find him there on Twitter and other socials at When Easy. You will find me on all socials. That man trip. You can put all one word. You can put a spaces. You're still going to be finding me there. You can do it. You can do it. <laughs> Search for us there. Support us. Show us some love. Rate us highly on these podcasts. Actually trying to get up there. Show some love on all this stuff that we're putting out. And listen, man, tap in. We got another episode coming next week. The ball is rolling. It's going up from here, y'all. 
We will see you in the next one. No cool down is out of there.